0: What it is, what is up? What is good, gamers? This is shownuff 71 and your auditory canals are locked in. This episode 107 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. <laughs> As usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me are my partners in crime. We got Dez, aka the high res hater, aka the Bay Area terror. What's going on, brother?
1: Not much. You almost said season. See, you're missing it. I did. I
0: did. I almost did. Yes, I ain't gonna lie. I can't lie about that. I'm actually fine
1: with it, with, with us going away from seasons. I was like, we're, we have to be like a, like every other, you know, like we're, we're a television show and I'm like, I get it. But at the same time, it's like,
0: nah, I'm an so, old man. My, my mind is slipping. No,
1: it's fine. It's fine. You know, but I'm happy to be here as always talking about video games, you know, this hobby that we all love and share. So I'm happy to be here
0: indeed indeed and of course our show is a no-go without trader joe aka the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar what's going on my friend not much man not
2: much just uh, hunkering down on these uh uh wintry times and covid times on there so yeah it's spend... been
1: cold lately Oof. Mm-hmm. you know all you can do is sit under a blanket and play video games now <laughs> you know that's that's the warmest thing like you know, because you know controller people don't realize this but a controller keeps your hands nice and warm you know so keeps the blood circulating see uh, i remember those
2: like what the uh, controllers from a couple gens ago that third party controller with the little fan built into the back
1: <laughs> uh don't even get me started on 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 that stuff cuz we could go through like peripherals and stuff for days
0: but you know uh, weren't those supposed to dry your palms or something yeah you it's know. supposed to no. dry your palms yes <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs>
1: So silly, so silly. You know, let us know in the comments if you ever had one of those. No shame. Just let us know.
0: Next <laughs> thing you know, they'll have ones that'll you know distribute Estee Lauder skin moistener. And there you go. Chafing or something. There you go. No yeah, chafing. I, I need it for my old man hands. I
2: need some Lubiderm. Some yep. Lubiderm. Just put some Lubiderm cartridges right in my controllers. So it's <laughs> like no chafe controllers. Yeah, you know. no chafe controllers. That's right. No I
1: chafe know. scuff. <laughs> No, I think people would think think that about the wrong thing if we if they had those. So you know, I think that's a okay. that that's yeah. not a missed opportunity. That's an opportunity that they should not have. Edmund Kagura,
2: have. sponsored by Lubiderm. Yeah, sure.
1: leave it alone. Leave it alone. Yeesh,
0: folks. Well, as usual, our first topic on the do- docket is going to be the playlist. So there's wanted to kick things off, man, what you been playing?
1: Well, I have been playing a few things actually. Um, been trying to do a whole bunch of different things, been trying to open up um, and play a lot of newer titles that I haven't been playing before. Um and one of those newest titles that I've played was Immortal Phoenix Rising. I mean, Gods and Monsters which is so much more of a better title than Fe- Immortal Phoenix Rising, but Immortals? whatever. Immortals Phoenix Phoenix Rising, so no, or Phoenix, or Phoenix, or whatever you want to call it. Potato, to this...
2: potato, tomato,
1: tomato. Yeah, yeah I was uh, listening to a another um, one of the one of the people that I that I uh, listened to on YouTube called him called him, uh, uh Felix. So it could have been any of those <laughs> names at this point. But I've been playing that game, really, really fun. I am enjoying it immensely. I thought that the interplay between Zeus and prometheus would get tired and old but they do it they don't do it a lot they only do it just enough uh when it needs to tell a story and and i'm a person who loves uh greek uh mythology love it to death love it love it love it and so and i studied it quite a bit when i was younger and so having them talk about the um having them talk about those those myths and 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 basically um retelling them um and adding more like like one of the things was was about aphrodite you know and and they started really trying to go into her backstory about you know why why is she this you know why why her why her mythology you know is built the way it is so there's these little story elements and story beats that I really enjoy. and i I have to ask myself, is that because i'm a I'm a huge fan of mythology? probably. And you know, that stuff might have been lost on someone who is not, you know, you know, as versed or or or, or as engrossing engrossed in the mythology. But I absolutely love it. I thought the the design looks great. It doesn't even look like an Ubisoft game, which is something that I really, really enjoy. But um, but the microtransactions are there. and and it really kind of takes you out of it when one of the npcs is trying to sell you like you know sell you stuff from a marketplace so it's kind of weird so that that aspect is just like you know kind of weird but um but i love the voice work you know everyone has has a uh, a, a pseudo greek um accent uh, which is really kind of good um uh, because it makes it sound like, like, they don't sound like white people, you know, it, it, they don't I mean, they don't sound like, uh, they don't sound like Americans, you know, they all have, they, they sound foreign, which is, which is great, because it really helps the immersion, you know, you know, they're all rolling their R's and, and, and how they speak and stuff, although they're, they're speaking in somewhat colloquial terms.
2: Uh, but it's uh, really it's... fun. Mm-hmm. It so it's not like last samurai was starring Tom Cruise where everyone's speak, speaking perfect English. You know, so. No, no, that's the
1: thing. Um and I would love it. I would actually love it if they actually if some of them actually spoke in Greek. Um and they had translations or because everything is I mean, everything nowadays is subtitled anyway. And I play with the subtitles on anyway. Um but i actually love it. I think the traversal is fantastic. I was honestly I look at that game and I honestly think this is an evolution of of what breath of the wild did you know and some people might say that it's a it's a de-evolution because they weren't really pushing the boundaries that that breath of the wild did and that i mean you know having to scavenge and 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 having your shit break and stuff like that that doesn't happen in this game you know and i'm fine with that like i thought that was too much in 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 Breath of the Wild. This one is great. I think there's just enough customization. There's just enough, you know, upgrades. Um there's just enough like every every corner everywhere you're running around, there's something to explore or something to do. And I'm like I want to say just about 13 hours into it and and I just finished the first part of of the game, you know, and 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 there's still like Three more parts to go, plus some other optional stuff that you can do, you know, with with like races and 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 arrow stuff, and just like every, it just feels like everything works together, and and it fires on all cylinders. Um, there was one thing that happened right at the beginning; was the game crashed right at the beginning, um, of the uh, uh of the game. There was a crash, but I didn't miss any, I didn't lose anything. And after that, there have been no bugs or anything like that. Everything has been running smooth on a on a, a PlayStation Four Pro. Um, it's it's just a fantastic game. I really think you should you should try it out if you haven't already. Um, it just kind of scratches that itch that I was wanting from um, Genshin Impact, which I put to the side uh, because the gacha mechanics were a bit too much. Um, and it just seemed like there really was nothing for me in that game. There's there's nothing to do, but at least this game, because it's self-contained, um, there's just more to do. And and I'm really finding that I'm really enjoying, uh, the puzzles and, the and, and the exploration and, and all the stuff that I've really been kind of craving from a game. And I really love the visuals. So if you haven't picked up Immortals, Phoenix Rising, terrible name, uh, pick it up. It's really fun. You'll definitely, I think you'll definitely enjoy it. It's uh, a really
2: Ubisoft game, too, so keep in mind... Uh, it will go on sale. <laughs> and it is a PS4 to PS5, so I'm almost... I'm curious to see if you do pick a, P- a PS5 before you finish the game or still playing the game, as far as how you're going to like it you know, going with to PS5, you know, so...
1: I can't wait to get my PS5 uh, when I do. Uh, Joe and I were kind of limiting the fact that I actually had a pre-order and I canceled it because, you know, took 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 the um took 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 that money, you know, and and at this point I'm like, I'd rather have a new toilet, you know, <laughs> <a new> garbage <laughs> disposal than uh than 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 a PS5. So oh well. So when I get one, I'll get one. And I just hope that, you know, you know, my eyes don't melt from all those, you know, all those frame rate adjustments with the with the PS5. You know, you know, this this high res hater might not be able to take it. So, <laughs> uh, so the other game that I tried was a new game, and it's actually on the Switch. So, uh, Monster Sanctuary came out, and it's a monster hunt. It's it's a sorry, it's a Pokemon platformer, and by that I mean you start as a character. You know, you have two different sprites you can pick. One I think is red, and one is blue. And I think the red one is is the girl. sorry, the red one is the is the boy and the blue one is the girl. I'm not really sure. um if there's a difference um, and you get to pick your spectral beast, which is like an ancestral beast that has followed your protected and trained everyone in your bloodline, and you go out into the world to become the best that you can be like no one ever was, or something like that, I don't know. Um, and you basically run and do it's a it's a left to right you know, side-scrolling Metrovania uh, Pokemon game, and you basically run into these monsters. And when you run into your, you have one monster following you. When you run into the monsters, your whole squad pops out, which is fantastic. And you can have like four monsters in your squad and they all take turns attacking. It's all your four, then all their four, and then all your four, and then all their four. And it's great. It's all pixel art, you know? So it's like a, it's like that classic, that classic Pokemon kind of style, but it's not top down. It's left and right. It's uh, side scrolling, but the gameplay is actually pretty. Um, the game, the visuals, the visuals are not gonna anything to write home about. You know, as this you know high res hater, I love the visuals. So um, the pixel very nice sprite work. Um, every animation or every attack has an animation that they do. So once you beat a monster. I, mean, I guess you beat them so hard, and you and and you and you wreck them so bad they lay an egg, and you get to steal their egg, and then you literally, um, hatch that egg immediately, and then you can you can name that name them, and then put them into your into your group. Now I don't know if there's evolutions or anything. I don't think there are, but the um they each have like four moves, sometimes five, and they each have ways to. They have like a skill tree that you can basically evolve them however you want and they and they level up and everything you can you you can you can equip them with a weapon and some other stuff so there's a lot of stuff going on in this game and i've been finding that before i go to bed i'll i'll turn it on and you know run around and do some stuff with it and and you know then i'll play it for like you know 20 30 minutes and it's good like i'm i'm it's a nice little palate cleanser before you go to bed really good game it's on um it just came out for uh, the Switch, uh, and um, I think you get it for like seventeen dollars because it because it just came out. They had like a ten dollar, uh, sorry, have ten percent off. So if you want to pick it up,
2: it's great. The, I wish you would have bought it on PS4 because there is a you know one v one battle. Oh, know, I didn't up. even
1: I didn't even know it was on PS4. Actually,
2: it's on everything. It's on PC. Um, it's on Xbox Games Pass. So if you have Xbox Games Pass, it'll be available for. Both PC and also on console, on there, and it's also available on PlayStation as well. So, well, I might have to like I. This
1: is a game I love. Games like this, and I bought Nexomon, and I've and I'm gonna play Tim Tam or Tam Tam when it comes out. So I love games like this. So for me, for me, um, if like one of the one of the, um, like you know, limited run or any of those. Oh, you know those guys did a uh did a limited run version of it i'd probably pick it up actually it's i like games like this so this is totally in my wheelhouse so i'm super super excited to continue playing it and to see what's gonna be happening with it and i might actually pick it up for ps4 um just a double dip who knows if, it, if it's on a sale probably i'm not gonna pay full price for it just i already have it so i i would definitely pick it up on like a sale or something and then, uh, the only other things I've been playing are the are the normal games. Uh, by that by normal games, I I mean the games that I play um cooperatively with Joe and Kevin. So we've played Diablo, um, played Torchlight with um, uh, with Joe and Surging Fire, our friend Surging Fire. I too,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, Torchlight too, thank you. Um, and I loaded up Path of Exile because I wanted to try and see if I would enjoy that game. Um. And the only reason why I haven't played that game a lot in the past was because for whatever reason, when I, whenever I've played it before, there's been this really, really horrible stuttering problems, and it happened with the when I played it on Xbox, and it happened when I played it on PS4. But again, that was like many patches ago, so maybe it's better. But I haven't really tried it just yet. So, so uh, that's another game that I'm that I'm really wanting to to try. And then the last game, of course, is. Um, is uh, Dark Siders. Although I didn't play it, uh, I haven't played it in a couple of days because of of uh, fin- uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Is that's that's the game that I've been playing the most. But but uh, but that's pretty much it for me. So uh,
0: Kev, what have you been playing, buddy? Well, I've been playing a lot of Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, and that game is just fantastic. You know, I'm not gonna rehash all the 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 accolades that i that I spewed on it uh last time i talked about the game but it it's still great uh, i've unlocked two additional characters and again while the moves are the same the changes in their actions um some of the things that that you utilize their their skill sets with uh the skill sets that they have it puts just an additional unique spin to the combat, and it's absolutely fantastic. Link is a multiple-weapon user, so right now I've got him equipped with a double-handed broadsword. So he's going all guts on everything, <laughs> for those of you who are familiar with Sword of Berserk. Uh, it's, it's a great, just a great game. Um another game I've been I tr- I played but have decided to return is Project Cars 3. That was one of my Black Friday gets. Wow. And I put in a couple of, went in with a couple different races. Did I only have one car in the garage because what Project Cars is doing I was finding extremely annoying and this didn't start happening until I started doing the getting into the actual meat of the game the actual um the actual racing events and what it's doing is it's acting very sim from from a rule standpoint and the thing that set me off was when you're racing in in the competition there's this and this is very common in racing sims to prevent you from, you know, like if you're going to take a turn really short to the point where you kind of partially drive off the track um, to cut in front of somebody, what Sims will do is that they will automatically pull pull you back. They'll, they'll, yeah. Your car will go all, you know, uh, ethereal. And you won't, everybody else will pass you, and then it'll it'll make you solid again, and then you'll continue. Well, what Project Cars does, it will do one of two things, depending on the violation. It will do the shimmy-shimmy the on your vehicle and let everybody pass you, or it will invalidate your entire lap, meaning... Whatever lap you're on, if you're on a three-lap race, lap whatever it was that you're on didn't happen. So, in order for you to win, you would literally have to lap everybody <laughs>
2: <laughs> to uh, make
0: up for your invalid, invalid lap. And what happened to me was I was on a straightaway. There are guide, there are guide rails on either side. All right. Someone approaches me from my right, bumps me into into the guard guardrail on the left. I did not gain position. In fact, I lost position. My lap was invalidated because my wheels left the road. Even though I was bumped off the road, I got in. I I my my whole lap was invalidated, and I think I at the time that this happened. I was either in 2nd or 3rd place. I said, I'm done. This, this, this makes no sense. Um, the, the game did a couple other things that I found kind of annoying. Uh, it's damage modeling was practically non-existent. I did, I did notice that instead of damage to your car, it'll be, it'll get all scratched up. The paint will scratch. But it's nothing like what happens in, particularly in grid one and two, uh, where you know you smash into a guardrail, your car is going to get jacked up. But it, it's all cosmetic damage; it really doesn't affect your performance. I think I can't remember on, I think on PC, and I'm sure if it's on PC, it, it's probably on the console versions too, where damage can affect performance. Uh, I want to say that that is an option either on grid one or grid two but I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, um, with Project Cars, you know, just doing a couple of different things. uh, But the lap invalidation was the straw that broke the camel's back. So this game is going back. Um, Other than that, it's just been uh, Diablo 3 with you guys. um, And I've been playing a lot of Fight and Rage. For whatever reason, that beat up has uh, grabbed my attention again, so there are multiple, multiple endings in the game, and there, when I say multiple endings, I mean it's basically the same ending you've done multiple times, but it, a word or two might change in the ending dialogue. Nothing substantial is actually really taking place, but what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to unlock all of the modes, all of the gameplay modes that are in the game, and the way you unlock them is by completing the um, the ending the ending grid. So for every character, there are multiple endings, and as you complete each ending, you get a star. Uh, at that spot on the grid that represents the character and the type of ending you got, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, or G. So I'm going through that. Um, I've just about got, I have one more ending to do on Gal, then her, then her row is going to be finished. Then I have the other two characters to do. Then I have to do uh, endings for when it's two char two players playing, and then there's uh endings when it's all three characters are playing and and you can use ai to complete those uh because i don't think yo don't don't, don't no, wait that that does have uh that has network play i forgot play um, with you yeah <laughs> we do it yeah so i've been u- utilizing the youtube guide to, to let me know when <laughs> you know what options to take what few options there actually are in the game to get me to those uh, specific endings but I've been I've been having a blast with it. It is um, like I, like I said before about fight and rage it, it's a very interesting take on the special moves that you can do. um and I like the things it does. like when you do a special move, your special move meter will recharge. If you do your special move when it you know when it with a full meter, you will not lose health. But if you use your special meter prior to it fully recharging, then you will lose a portion of your health uh, to the point where you're, there's just a sliver left and then the only time you can use it is when the meter refills. So it's kind of an interesting take that they took with the special move and the beat em up so I'm, I'm going back and playing that game. And uh, really, that's kind of all I've been playing this week. So... Trader Joe, what you been playing, brother? Uh literally, I've been
2: playing just the usual two games. Uh, Diablo three with Desmond, and uh, I must have repeated Act one a couple of different times because we were Shout Desmond out. was rolling with different characters, so I decided Shout just out. to go ahead. No, I'm not shutting up. I'm telling the truth. <laughs> I I got tired of, of learning about Decker Kane's like backstory. 10 times, so I am finally progressing. Uh, I think, uh, uh, Kev, you joined my game, uh, I think, the other day, and we're going through Act 2 finally, so it's 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 good stuff on there. So And then also been playing Torchlight 2, a little bit multiplayer with you, Des, and with Jason, and then also doing some solo play as well on there. And so it's just been my kind of comfort games on there, and I want to get out of that. Uh kind of wheelhouse on there so i was playing around today um obviously i've been installing a lot of games to my external hard drive on my ps5 you know loading up all the ps4 loading up the fridge on there so and i'll be you know diving into some of the uh kind of unheralded games and or my backlog games on ps4 as well as checking out some of my ps5 games i only got godfall uh, astros playroom uh, dirt 5 and I believe uh, that's pretty much it. I just picked up uh, Warhammer Chaos Bane and also got the Pathless. so i got I got some p s five stuff to play, so I'll definitely'll we'll be talking more about that stuff next episode on there. but that's pretty much what I've been up to, so,
1: yeah, but it's fun. I enjoy making new characters. It's fun to do that. and then and now that, and like I can't do that with Torchlight two because they gate you. Like if you're if you're not high enough level, they kind of gate you. But I guess they kind of gate you too. And um, in Diablo, when you get to a certain, it'll just tell you like you're too low, you're gonna die or something. So so that there is a time in which they tell you that you can't. Cause I think Kevin, you tried to get in and and it wouldn't let you in, right? That happened.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. not get in, but I was trying to join with a non-season, oh, with a non-season okay. character. That okay. that was why. That's I, probably why what happened. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because I was yeah. like, that's what I like about it. Like, I can you can basically make a, a character anytime and join with someone. Like, you'll probably die, but you'll level up so fast, so much fun, you know? Yeah, the like only, I think the rest. only other
2: detriment is that you get gear that's higher level than yeah, you so you <laughs> Yeah. So, to save it for later, unfortunately, so. Yeah,
1: that's one thing I did notice. But I've been having fun making making my multiple characters. I'll just be like... Joe will be like, Hey, okay, I'm playing. I'm like, Okay, great. I'll see you in a minute. Create my character, show up. Joe's all, all I can hear Joe this audible sigh.
2: <sighs> <laughs> and then we just play. For a couple yeah, that's hours. it. I mean, I, I think at that point, I know when you were creating extra characters, I created an extra character as well, uh, just to roll with you at the same level. But, you know, hell with that. I'm just going to power level you from now on and just uh, heck with it. So another yeah. thing about playing, especially with Diablo, uh, maybe not uh, as much with Torchlight 2, uh, is that it just has the power to, you know... Oh, yeah, Lord. Like, you know, no doze, or you know, it's basically, it's uh, it has the power to put you to sleep after a while, especially if you're getting a little bit tired on there. I think that's a good thing, because it's a very relaxing game. It kind of takes things off your mind a little bit. I know Kev, you said before you need to be playing this game while you're fully awake because if you're half awake or if you find them fighting the Sandman and the Mimis come, oh man. <laughs> so, yeah. I hate to say it, but you know, I don't know if it's my old manness, or maybe it's a point that you know, just the combat is a little bit of a, you know, it's 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 still in, especially playing on the harder difficulty, is still involving, but at the same time, sometimes you know, the the rhythm of it after a while kind of can be a little bit like, you know, it's a point that uh, you know, after a while, it's like your, your mind drifts away a bit, you know, and I get relaxed, and and there I
1: go. I don't know how that is with you guys. Like that just does not happen to me, like at all. Like I just do not. I don't know. I guess it just. I don't know. It Just doesn't
2: put me to sleep like that. So maybe maybe it's a point I need to like you know get some I, more sleep. You know, I probably Could need to get some more sleep. But it's just like probably
1: it's just yeah. Funny because like I know you just get all comfortable and you're all like. Eh.
2: <laughs> I, I noticed like the other night it's like all I did is I, I took off an extra layer like I had my jacket on I had some pants I just uh, got down to my shorts and, and it's like okay I woke up a little bit just for the fact that I was just too warm and too comfy you know I need to have, feel some of the uh, feel a little bit more cool per se because well, so.
1: like again it's getting really super cold and so everyone's all bundled up when you get all nice and warm and stuff you start cocooning in your in your clothes and then you're like I don't want to move any more
2: yeah i know <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're like i don't want to do anything <laughs> so i totally understand that
2: yeah you know but it's fun all right good deal but yeah that's pretty much the last i think it's almost been two weeks since we recorded that so that's pretty much it's been torchlight 2 and diablo 3 all, na- all day all night long i try to deviate from that bit so so we'll talk i'll talk more different stuff next episode i know i fired up dragon quest 11 right before the show on my pc and uh you know i'm still gonna have to get used to gaming on a 27 inch monitor i was telling the guys before the show because it's like yeah his his exact words it sucks ass and i was like oh wow okay <laughs> i was like oh i have a 1440p and the 444 hertz monitor but it's just like okay but i have a 65 inch tv in there you know in the living room it's like come on it's like you know Maybe I need no, I... to get that like LG like uh, OLED 48 inch like uh, monstrosity and hook up my PC to that, but that costs I think 1500 bucks, so I don't know about that business. So. Did you
1: uh, uh did you try Crash Bandicoot at all?
2: Uh, I played a little bit more Crash Bandicoot uh, 4. I was talking about it a little bit, uh, I think a couple episodes ago. So it's like my one of my library games. So I've been uh, played a little bit more of it. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad that you're getting a, getting use out of that out of that. Um, what is that, PlayStation Now? Um, no, no, I'm talking about library, oh. like Fresno County libraries. <laughs> oh, oh sorry. yeah. Was
1: your, I keep forgetting you get games from the library. See that, kids? You don't have to buy all the new hotness. You can just rent them from the library. The library
2: is your friend. Yes, I have. I'm number one queued up for Sackboy on the PS4, PS5. I'm waiting for yeah. the library to kick it down. So. Yeah, it didn't, but yeah, because didn't one of your
1: contacts uh say paw patrol for you like you were really hot and hot and heavy for paw patrol for a minute there and and you had to like call one of your contacts to hold it for you right is that
2: no 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 paw patrol no no okay. uh, mr right. chris A.K. lefty brown was using that as a joke very uh, badly you know he... oh, thanks for explaining it if people didn't know what it
1: was like that was like yeah. an inside joke you know to all of our all of our listeners who listen to you know
2: gh radio and and uh actually yeah. an inside joke there that I shared with you, but you know, <laughs> if you really want to talk about it, we'll talk about it. So. Well, whatever. I thought it was funny. I thought it was great. I know. thought it was great too, but no Paw Patrol for me. Thank you, yeah. Chris. But you never, know. you never know. You never know. You never know.
1: Christmas is around the corner, buddy.
2: You never oh. <laughs> I gave you a list paw patrol wasn't on the sir, so sorry. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Okay.
3: So
0: back to you Kev. The next topic on the docket which is which is going to be the main event. <music> and as usual Dez is going to be heading up our main event. So sir, the floor is yours. Alright. So our question
1: of the, of the week was what is a um a collector's edition video game box or item or or kind of uh collector's edition thing that you got that really is like a prize possession or something that is like like a black eye in your collection uh because i know that you know myself joe i think kevin too has a couple of you know uh collector's edition video game um uh collector's collector's editions that we kind of uh are happy about, I know I'm happy about a couple of them, you know, uh, ones that I kind of thought would be better than they were. So, so I'll start and I'll say one of the, one of the most, one of the coolest I thought, uh, click position that I got was for a game called, um, uh, it's called strange brigade. And this was a shooter that Joe and I played for a long time. And I always feel bad because Joe and I played it, for quite a while, and we got to the end, and then I I dropped it, and we never beat it. So I've been wanting to go back to that game because I really was like I really was super like into it, and we played it a lot, and I and I got like the downloads and the downloaded characters and everything, and I really enjoyed it. But but the collector's edition, you know, was this big you know rectangular box, and it came with the steel book and and everything. I know steel books are like the is like that's kinda like the bottom of the barrel. It's like it's like like you your 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 you know um clicker's edition comes with a steel book and that's kind of like like that's like the um that's like the 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 free drug at the beginning. You know, like hey the first one's for free. We'll give you a free steel book. Ha <laughs> ha ha you know so and so it came with the steel book. It came with it's like Jeff, art man. book. Yes. Yeah I'm talking about you Joe. And and but the cool thing that it came with was in the game they fly around in a zeppelin because the game takes place in the 40s and it's like a serial, you know. By that I mean um, it's like an old like the Phantom and it's like an old pulp serial type of game. It's fantastic. I love the setting and the artwork, but they fly around in this old zeppelin. And what it came, what came in the box was a paper uh, diorama of the zeppelin that you could build, you know, and it was just so cool. And so I gave it to my partner and he just tore into it because he loves stuff like that. So, so like I helped him, we put it together and it was this really nice, has like a nice little stand and everything. And it says on this, it says on the side, you know, you know the the, the you know bureau Bureau of Antique and Antiquities because that's where they the branch that they work for. They they find they're like Indiana Jones type people, and it's this really cool kind of like Zeppelin that's just kind of sitting on my shelf that I'm looking at right now. And it was it's just it's just a really cool, um, piece because it was interactive. It looks good. It was just really cool. I really really um, enjoyed that and that that's kind of one of the the nicer things that i have in in my collection that i really enjoy so i'm gonna get to the the comments right now so uh willie d from discord says man i keep striking out with the questions i have never purchased a collector's edition except for a movie star wars One: the phantom menace well that counts you know technically it's not a video game but but a collector's edition of a of a franchise like star wars you know I'm sure that you have a lot of great stuff. I wonder if you got like a like a miniature speeder or something. You know, something. Uh, so then I follow up question with him. I said, Why haven't you ever purchased one? Just curious. And his response was, I'm more interested in the software experience than the case or stuff that comes with the software. And that's that's fair. You know, you're you're actually buying the game, not the accessories that come with it. But one of the things um uh, that's always been a draw for me. With buying a collector's, collector's edition, is the art books because a lot of them come with with really cool, really clean art books that you can't find anywhere else. And and I know that's for me something that I really like. And I know that Joe, you really enjoy uh, collecting um, collecting uh, uh, collector's editions with art books. So uh, I'm going to hand it over to you. What's what's a couple of your, you know, really good collector's editions that you just, like, fawn over in, like, oh, so good, it's so great. And I know you have a couple stinkers, too, but I'm not going to make you share them if you don't want to. <laughs> I can
2: share the stinkers, too. No, no, for me, it's just, if it's a particular collector's edition, I don't like the collector's editions with the, like, Call of Duty refrigerator or the you know Halo Three cat helmet. Even though I owned a Halo Three cat helmet at one point, you know oh, it's wow. like <laughs>
1: I feel bad for your cat now.
2: No, it didn't go on my cat's head. Come on, it's not big enough. And maybe if my my cat was a kitten, maybe that maybe. maybe maybe
1: maybe or, or if your head was big enough, you take it. But
2: there you go. <laughs> my head is definitely not big enough for that damn thing. I need to get a life size one. So, but. <laughs> I digress, sir, but uh, as far as discussions on collector's editions, I've been uh, kind of attracted to buying collector's editions for a while now. Uh, And basically since, like, uh, I would say back in the, like, 1990s on there, when basically at the beginning of the PlayStation 1 generation, uh, I know that the, the one company, especially in the U.S., that was really... Uh, prevalent was working designs and so they released stuff for the playstation one like um lunar uh the silver star that like the remake that from the sega cd on there and of course they put everything under the sun in there and so um love loved to see like you know embossed like you know manuals you know just all the bells and whistles included with that you know and so what I usually look in the collector's edition, if it's something I'm looking forward to, if it has a steel book and if it has an art book of some sort on there, I'm usually gonna plunk my money down if it's something I'm interested in. And so, as uh, far as the few on my collection that I really like, uh, Yakuza 6 comes with a couple of like drinking glasses, and they're, they're pretty badass on there. It's almost like something I could drink a nice whiskey with and pour a nice whiskey in. And so I thought that was very unique on there. And then also, too, um, trying to think of something else that just uh, of note, just uh, the recent Fire Emblem game that was released for Switch, they released a collector's edition for it. This is the 30th anniversary of Fire Emblem from Japan on there. And basically, the game just came with a code in the box on there. But oh, wow. But basically, if you put, you know, you could buy this off the eShop for six bucks. But if you bought the collector's edition, the collector's edition came in a ceremonial, like 30 year anniversary box with a beautiful, beautiful art book, like 150 page art book on there. And then it's just something that to me just adds to the value of you know, buying and playing a game because I could get to see the C D art design. I get to see the character design. I'd be able to look in the book after I play it and complete the game on there. If it includes a CD soundtrack, a lot of games include samplers. I wish more games would include like a full-blown, you know, how many disc version of a soundtrack with it. You know, those that do kind of catch my eye too as far as purchasing as well, because it's just something that, you know, I like to put it on my shelf. I like to remind myself by, you know, pulling an art book out afterwards to take a look at, you know, some of the art in the game and, you know, just kinda immerse myself in the whole minutiae of a video game besides just playing it. That's that's my attraction to it. So Yeah,
1: and I know yeah. you have a lot of really good like Monster Hunter um uh art books. I know that's separate, you know, because I don't think you have any or do you have any um any, like, you know, Collector's Edition, Monster Hunter uh, stuff. Do you have any of that stuff?
2: As far as what was released in the US, there hasn't been a, a lot on there, but well, I did I did manage to get a um, Monster Hunter 3DS from Japan, so I actually bought it with Monster Hunter 4 on there, yeah. and even though it's like it only runs Japanese games unless you mod it, you know, it's like something I'll always have at least, you know, and I, you <laughs> know especially with the monster hunter aspects too and i did have a monster hunter 3ds XL too as well i think i i think i sold that one i think i was running it for a while but i did sell it and i do have mm-hmm. a fire emblem 3ds XL that i currently still do have yeah. on there so so no, I was, a... yeah no no yeah yeah sorry i'm go ahead. So it's just uh, to me. I know a lot. A lot of the listeners. I, I just want to be able to communicate why it's important to me, and maybe this hobby is just just that much more important to me, as far as just trying to collect for everything on it. Oh no,
1: know? I know, I know. But, but the book. reason. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. What were are saying? No, go ahead. Well, no, I was just saying, like I mentioned, Monster Hunter, because didn't you get the uh, the the Monster Hunter World Steelbook? I mean, wasn't that an exclusive that you? Uh, sorry, a a a a Steel Book. You know, collectors but that wasn't that, that you...
2: wasn't that was not included with any sort of collector's edition. Um, as far as my steelbook book collecting, certain retailers like Best Buy and whatnot usually offer exclusive sale still books on there. I know with the Monster Hunter steelbook book for Monster Hunter World, I believe it was just an additional like 10 or 20 bucks to get like additional code in, in the still book included. So I almost feel like those are almost like not even. "Quote unquote collectors editions." I'm talking about the $250, like Cyberpunk 2077 collectors editions. Those are like the collectors editions, that, you know, yeah, they're, like they're... over over the top, like cray cray. Oh, okay. Like okay. you know, like the Death Stranding collectors edition with the with the baby, you know. Oh model yeah, the, the baby thing.
1: Oh, the only reason I brought it up is because you know you like someone gave that to you, you know, and you, and I know you cherish that from the bottom of your heart, having that Monster Hunter world. Still book. So um so you so yeah. Um uh, so we're just gonna leave that right there <laughs> and talk about uh someone from oh, Discord.
2: Thing, uh, let me call talk about my stinkers too, because you know never... Oh yeah,
1: yeah, I know you have a ton of stinkers too. Sorry, I, I totally forgot know about
2: that. If I have a ton of stinkers, but sometimes you know you kinda stick your neck out and you get hyped up for a game and you eventually pick it up and you realize cool. hey this game might not be the the shiznit. This might this game might be the shit. You know, well, didn't so. you
1: say you had the Halo cat helmet for at
2: one point? So I don't. You know, the Halo cat helmet is actually pretty cool. I'm like like fun of it because of the size of it or whatnot. But uh, I always thought it was okay. I mean, it was you know something I held in my game room for quite a bit of time okay. on there. Yeah, but. One game I spent 250 bucks on, on a collector's edition. What you have to it? say how much you spend, yeesh. Oh, I'm just telling you. It's, it's, that's why it makes, it hurts. It hurts. It's fiber of my being <laughs> over here. This game that was released from Square Enix called Left Alive. That was oh. a pseudo sequel to oh. the, uh, a front mission franchise. Oh. The front mission franchise is quite awesome on That's there nice. and and so uh, this particular game also had character designs from the uh, artists uh, that was very prominent in doing metal gear solid on here which i don't know his name off the top of my dome but you know the art book is quite well it came with a figure came with a book. well i was all in man i was all in and then come to realize i started playing the game and the game was crap and it got reviewed really <laughs> bad yeah, I even in Japan, me. and you can find it at GameStop now for ten bucks. So, in the, in the a collector's edition, was a Square Enix um, store exclusive. So I yeah. was in it to win it. I put put my dollar dollar down on it, and they probably still have it in stock as we speak. Probably a half off, more than likely. So,
1: I'll be a quarter off, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. One of mine. One of my. One of mine that I just kind of look at, and I'm like, "Why did I buy that?" I think it was the. Fallout four or Fallout Three lunchbox which came with the uh
2: the the um that little minifig in it. Oh it was probably a was that a separate thing? Like one of those like little collector things I bet target or something? No, no,
1: no. It 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 was I think it was one of the one of the things that you could get with the uh with the game.
2: But oh gotcha.
1: I found no seriously, I find these like discounted and I bought it and I was like, Oh, this is this looks kinda cool. And this is when I was really into Fallout, so excuse me. Um but yeah, but so do you have any others you wanna you wanna mention, or is that like the piece the resistance of your
2: stinkers, Joe? That's the piece the resistance of my stinkers. Yeah, pretty much okay. everything else. I mean, for the most part, it's it's okay. You know. Yeah. You know, I kind of tend to look at what's included now because if you're gonna give me some rinky dinky like forty page soft cover art book and some soundtrack sampler <laughs> for an additional forty bucks and and then, as far as what's included nowadays like they have these like uh like things like anime sellies and some other stuff. it's like I kind of look at just what's included and to me, I'm just like give me a give, give me a rock solid hardbound hundred hundred fifty page art book, give me a full soundtrack and or give me a still book, and I'm pretty much there day one yeah. <laughs> it's well, a I game hate. I really like and care about, and if not then. You know, just I, I don't like them cutting corners on these things, too. So it's it's good to kind of, especially if you're out there collecting these things. I'm not looking to try to get rich off these, but at the same time, it's like it's good to throw on my shelf and, appre- you know, appreciate the games for what they are. So sounds good.
1: So I uh, got a couple more. Um So our next one comes from John BT from our discord, who says, sorry, guys, I don't buy collector's editions of games either. Uh, In fact, I've been pretty happy playing catch up on gaming other than the switch 10 to $20 awesome games beats day one prices. Now, if it was only vinyl, so I guess he's a vinyl fan, but I totally understand that too. You know, Um, it really has to move me for me to get um, uh, a collector's edition for anything. Like it really has to really move me for me to do it. If it doesn't, uh then i just will will say okay and fine but like i'll pick up a collection on a sale no problem but but it really depends and lastly comes from uh our good friend your friend and mine uh double f 2018 mr fred french 2017 on twitter says i was never really into any of that stuff so for once in my life i feel like i made a good decision on not buying any of it i was tempted by the halo cat helmet I'm really glad I didn't give in, unlike our good friend Joe. Um, but I'm surprised, you know, given given your love for um, uh, for Fortnite, uh, Mister French, that you haven't bought anything from there, you know, or like a or like a figure or, or got a or, or got an exclusive from that. So uh, one time, I would love to hear your like your your purchases from Fortnite. Uh, but Kevin, do you have any collector's editions that you'd like to share with us?
0: I do. I have two, and they are both absolute stinkers. Oh, um, really?
1: Only stinkers?
0: Oh no! Absolute stinkers. First up is there was a Wii game called Epic Mickey for those oh. who remember that one.
1: <laughs> yes, I remember that one.
0: By our, well, I think it was published by Disney. Man, I, what was it? Something Point Studios is the developer. I can't. I can't. I can't remember the name, but. That game was trash. Um, (laughs) And the special edition that I ordered came with a Mickey Mouse figurine, literally standing it on my shelf within the first couple of days of ownership, the hand that holds the magic brush fell off the figurine, like just, 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 just fell off. Um, I guess he had the the figurine is partially posable because what upon closer investigation I found that the his limbs or at least his arms are not glued in place in any sort of way, they're just pegged in by some type of peg. And I noticed that the the arm that fell off because that, that was holding the magic brush. It's literally just a straight peg. There, there is there is no nub or knob or anything that even attempting to really hold it in place. You can literally pull the arms off, you know, just just willy nilly. I mean, the thing might as well have been built with with paper mache, as far as I'm concerned. And so the other the other um, the other special edition I have is. For my all-time favorite game, Ninja Gaiden 3. Uh, I went in, went in, I said, these reviewers don't know what the hell they're talking about. They don't know a good action game if it bit them in the butt. This is Team Ninja we talking about. They ain't gonna let me down. I go in there, I put down, I plunk down my money for the uh, special edition game. <clears throat> and actually, the figurine is actually kind of dope uh it's it's a pick. it's a it's kind of like a an action uh i guess diorama of um uh, of uh rio hayabusa and the one who and the main antagonist and the guy can't remember his name the prophet or whatever the hell they called him and they're fighting uh, rio ha- hayabusa has been cursed and so his it, his cursed arm is in pretty decent detail on that and he's getting ready to attack the uh the the, the prophet or whatever uh whoever he was and he's in the middle of casting a spell that, at Ryu. and it is actually pretty good unfortunately it was attached to a game that again was absolute absolute booty cheese oh um, ninja gaiden 3 is Garbage. I actually, when I started playing this game, I said it can't be this damn bad. The entire game that I've <laughs> only done. I've only done this. This is the only Ninja Guide entitled I've ever done. That I I brought it home. I sat down. My wife was that it was out of town on a business meeting. I want to say so. I had the whole day to myself. Wow, you had planned this down. Out. Got it. I sat down. I played that game from opening sequence to ending credit that night and I'm sitting there and I am in total disappointment, total disgust. I said this is this is some nonsense right here. This game really is this trash. I was I I I I, was, I was completely at a loss because I didn't think Team Team Ninja would actually be this damn stupid. Th- that 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 their hatred for Itagaki, they literally did everything that he was against in 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 Ninja Gaiden. Everything that that, that he was that he stood not granted. Okay, the guy was sticking his fingers down down female interns' throats, which is not good. I get that, you know. He was a trash human being for doing that. I understand that, but the man knew how to make a Ninja Gaiden game. I mean, it was it was it was his baby. You, you could have at least took notes from the man while he was there before you got rid of him. But they didn't even do that. They this was the Ninja Gaiden Three was the double middle finger flip off, and the 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 the, the under the chin rake. You know, pick your <laughs> pick your 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 cursing that Team Ninja did to Itagaki when all when he and all of his key personnel left, and they said we don't need you to make a Ninja Gaiden game. We know how to do it. No, you freaking don't. And Ninja Gaiden Three is poof of that. And the more I think about it, the angrier I get. I'm hey, sorry.
2: Uh... <laughs> Ninja Gaiden Razor's Edge did they did they uh. Rectify themselves with Ninja Gaiden 3: Razor's Edge. I know they were trying to fix a lot of that stuff with the latest version of the, that game. So.
0: The only thing that Razor's Edge does is it adds the bloodiness back. That's all it does. It, that's literally all it does. You can still you can still beat the the boss in in the Dubai level, the helicopter in the Dubai level, by standing in this particular square on an unfinished building and just literally shoot rockets at it without moving and just literally poop poop, poop 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 shoot your shoot it with your bow and arrow and you will beat that boss without having to freaking move without doing anything. You will stand and this is supposed to be one of the hardest ser- game series in the world and you can plunk at this thing all you know forever and a day until the thing blows up. If you stand on a particular square that as far as I know they've never patched that out. It has one of the worst action cameras in any action game ever created. And the story is just, it's like, why are you trying to make, I mean, they tried to make Ryu Hayabusa like this, you know, this warm, caring dude. It's like, that ain't him. He don't, he, I mean, he's not a bad guy, but trying to make him like a father figure? Come on. It, it's about it's about him and the Spider Ninja clan fighting. That's all Ninja Gaiden is. That's all you that's him and the fiends. The spider ninja the spider ninjas, the freaking fiends, and the dragon warriors fighting. That's all you need to stick with. But they couldn't do that. No, we had to make him this this enduring, loving character and they put all this, this work into this non essential stuff. And you've got some of the worst combat. You don't have a choice of weapons. All you have is the is is the dragon sword and some of the worst camera freaking character designs. It are are even are are just garbage. And I'm uh Well, tell us anyway, how you
1: really feel. <laughs> anyway.
0: Anyway. Anyway, and my silly butt still has that freaking game, you know. Um, so it you know, it is what it is it is what it is. But yeah, the both of both of my special editions are for games that are uh, uh, booty booty butt cheeks as far as quality goes.
1: That's that's painful right there, to to get something that you're just kinda like, ah, this is horrible and then you know, and then and then have the and then actually have the um whatever you're getting from it not be good either, so Terrible. I mean, it's
0: like it's like this. I was like, okay, some of these same dudes said that God Hand was trash, and God Hand is my favorite game of all time. You know, that individual, individual game, favorite game of all time. And it's like I none of these people know an act a good action game if it bit them on the butt. So I went on ahead and picked it up, thinking that you know, it can't be that bad. Well, they were absolutely right, but you know, you can't win them all, <laughs> yeah. as they say. So well, well, all right, folks, we are that
1: is the end. Um, I wanted to throw it over to Joe now, as Joe has a question that he would like to ask everybody uh, for, for the next show. So, Joe,
2: take it away. Well, my question basically is regarding all this fervor as we round the Thanksgiving holiday into Christmas uh, as far as obtaining a PS5. and and to a lesser degree, an Xbox Series S or X on there. Um, And so my question to you is like, what have you done for a console launch? Have you waited in line overnight uh, to be able to get a console day one? Um, Have you, you know, gone through the uh, uh, wherewithal to be driving the different retailers, looking for systems? You know, I've had some old war stories from prior generations, and I'm kind of wondering, If you have anything to talk about, and as far as maybe a story or two, as far as trying to, you know, obviously obtain the new hotness at one point or another, you know, PS3, PS2, even SNES and Genesis. I mean, just let us know as far as uh, your stories, as far as trying to get a console at launch and and any depths of... (laughs) process of what you might have had to have go through uh to you know get the new hotness on day one or if you don't get your stuff on day one let us know why and as far as uh, i know some listeners uh i know gerald for a particular instance you know he likes to wait until the like super the greatest collectors editions come out as far as uh, limited edition consoles and so just let us know your opinions about all this business, and if you're in the hunt for a PS5 and/or Series X, and how's it going? I know for a lot of people, it's just been slow going, unfortunately. So,
1: all right. So there's, that's our question for next week. You can always, at the end of the show, we're gonna uh, Kevin's gonna give us the contact information. You can always Twitter, hit us at Twitter, join our Discord. Uh, but yeah, we love hearing from you all. So with that, that's it, Kevin. Back to you, buddy.
0: Well, our next topic on our docket is going to be the vessel line. So I'll go ahead and read this. We had one of our listeners, Alberco, who, Alberco, um, and this was, he sent this to us through our Discord channel, which I will be sharing about how to join uh, towards the end of the show. And he writes in saying, "Hi, hey guys! With HBO Max and all the WB movies coming, uh, coming to theaters and streaming at the same day and date, is this what Xbox Game Pass wants to happen in the games industry? It's just it's just happening super fast before our eyes with movies. Will it speed up Game Pass? Will it force Sony to do the same, etc. Love to hear your thoughts. So." Uh, shout out to Alberco for that question to us. Um, yeah, I mean, Phil has, has said that they want to be the, the, the Netflix of gaming. Uh, so getting games day and date, uh, doing, putting their game, game pass on all of, you know, anything from smart TVs, you know, there's rumors that they've got a, uh, uh, a streaming stick in the works. Uh the Series S Series X consoles are are just different means of delivering the product which is uh which is Game Pass. So they indeed uh want to be the the streaming the the Netflix of gaming. Um as far as as you know Sony and Nintendo following suit, God, I hope not. Um because like I've said before, you can't get a Ruth Chris meal off a McDonald's dollar menu. And the a lot of what's offered, what I see offered on Games Pass is uh, not-so-great new games, uh, Bleeding Edge, High, Grounded, Hello, um, and older games that are excellent in their own right but have long since passed their you know their freshness date for lack of a better term you know these some of these older games that um that either have made as much as they're going to make uh, at least in the new release uh, outside of you know deep discounts uh at certain retailers or on the online stores or they are we're seeing that uh the some of the newer games that are coming to game pass third party um, are titles that typically don't sell on Xbox anyway, you know, like your Dragon Ages, uh, your Yakuza's, You know, the typical your typical Xbox gamer is not interested in those types of games to begin with. So, um, I want to say that Ryan, Jim Ryan, has uh, uh, or or yeah, he has said that you know Xbox's uh, Game Pass formula. Uh, day and date exclusives coming to the to coming to a service don't fit their plan but as I've said before I don't trust a word that comes out of that man's mouth he's Phil Spencer Jr. If he can figure out a way to make it happen trust and believe he will make it happen um, and as far as Nintendo you know say what you will about Nintendo but you know man you know Heavens bless them, uh, for sticking to their freaking guns for what they for for what they feed what their fan base has told them they want, you know, you know everybody this you know a lot of people throw shade on the switch, and Nintendo has has the poor the poorest online uh structure of all the of all the three consoles, uh, it's got a problematic store. It's this, it's that. You gotta pay tax to, you know, on on your on your online gaming services. You know, to 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 start the service, all these things, and and they are they are definitely valid criticisms in their own right. But dang it, they believe in their product. Yep. And they say this is the best place to play Nintendo games. We ain't we ain't giving X Xbox a damn thing, you know. But but we'll gladly take who <laughs> will gladly put your your characters into Smash Brothers. You know, I, and I applaud that. I applaud that old school way of thinking that we believe that our content is best displayed and best played on our hardware. We want to give you every reason in the world to buy it. Uh, so of all of uh, between Sony and Nintendo, Nintendo was the one that I would, I have 100% confidence in saying that they are not going to follow suit with any kind of Game Pass formula at all. Sony will figure out a way to do it, uh, at least with it, with the current uh, corporate leadership that they've got right now. So, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on Alberto's question? I I
2: you, don't you guys. go. I'll let you go, uh, Joe. Thank you. Yeah, no. Um, My thought is, um, I don't think it's something to where this is going to lead the entire gaming industry into a uh, subscription services and dueling subscription services like it is right now for uh, movies and other, you know, media content on there, you know, especially with the COVID and everything that's prominent right now. That's what kind of led WB uh studios into putting everything day and day on HBO Max. I think it's short short-sightedness on their CEO's part because of the fact that HBO Max wasn't doing so hot compared to Disney Plus and the other streaming services that are out there. And due to the fact that, you know, you can't hold these movies back any further that, you know, they just decided to do what they're going to do. And with AT&T just purchasing them, I mean, obviously they're looking at their bottom line. I mean, I know they even affected like uh, DC Comics and a few other things with a lot of shutdowns and layoffs and so on and so forth. So I just uh, that whole thing. I don't know if you could draw uh, like a parallel to the gaming industry. Uh, Game Pass in of itself by itself is still a successful service. I still f- look at you know Xbox with what they do. It's 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 an okay proposition. You know my biggest thing about Xbox in. All their first party studios having their content be day and date is that, like Kevin said, I mean, we're getting your usual games as a service stuff. Sea of Thieves, you know, State of Decay 2 on there. They have bought a number of different studios like Ninja Theory. And the only thing we saw from Ninja Theory since Microsoft has purchased them is Bleeding Edge, for God's sake. Uh, They bought like Compulsion Games. The um, developers of We Happy Few and have we seen the game from them yet? Nope. Uh, Playground games, all where they have developed. They have developed the Forza Horizon 4. You know, they're just doing their usual stuff on here. There's like nothing prominent about anything, even with all those studios that they have acquired, that they have basically uh, the cupboard's bare, unfortunately, on the Xbox side of the fence. They have great hardware, but the cupboard's kind of bare at the moment. Even Double Fine, I mean, we haven't seen anything from Double Fine yet because they're still working on a game that they were working on prior to when Microsoft purchased them, you know? And so now with this uh, Bethesda, pending Bethesda purchase, you know, Bethesda has a couple games coming out there, PS5 exclusive for at least one year. So it just seems like, you know, they mean well, they're buying these studios, they're trying to put content on Games Pass on there. And I just want a reason to fire up my Xbox, fire up my PC and my Xbox Games Pass. And there is good in, they have managed to curate a good t- uh, list of indie titles. They have managed to put uh, different uh, games in the past, like Kevin was saying. I know we're going to talk about the news a little bit with the uh, Game Awards announcements for Game Pass, and so there is value there for people that want to pay that amount per month on there. You might be a newer gamer coming into the fold, and uh, you know wanting to play all the games in the Yakuza series. You know that is good value on there. So just. I just don't want to see the entire industry go that way, like you said, Kev. And I don't wanna see that. Nintendo is never gonna put uh, their library in some sort of library like that. I think they value the buying and selling games at retail too much. I think they value their licenses. I mean, you you know, people celebrate when Zelda or Mario go on sale for 40 bucks two years, three years after the game comes out. I mean, so Mm -hmm. you kind of could tell just they believe in having, their product. You got it. And PlayStation, you know, they release their, you know, AAA games um, after a while, after everyone in the market has been saturated enough, they will discount their games. And they're pretty good about discounting their games. A lot of people, all they do is just simply go on PSN and, and wait for a good sale. A lot of it, and so you don't really need a games pass on the PlayStation side of the fence You know, it's like Play PlayStation now, which I've been enjoying. You know, I talked about a couple shows ago that I picked up a a purchase of it. You know, it's it's there for people that need games to play that don't necessarily want to like invest even like you know, thirty dollars, forty bucks on a game. But they, it's a decent library. It has some older catalog titles. It has. Uh, some indies, it has some games that you could stream from PS3 remotely online. And so in of itself, it's a good service. I think if Jim Ryan and uh, people at Sony want to improve PlayStation now, uh, I've talked about this ad nauseum on prior episodes of this show, uh, if they want to add some of the, like not the AAA stuff, but like, you know, your everybody's golf, your medievals, and, and add a little bit more of a curated, amount of indies that Sony supports, and maybe not even day and date, but eventually putting these games on the service uh, and promote the service a little bit more, I think they could have something that can fill that niche. But it being an end-all, be-all, it should not be an end-all, be-all. So, that's my opinion on it. So,
1: Well, yeah. for me, I, I'm
0: sorry, Kev, you are going to say something? No, I was just going to say diz.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, for me, I think... um they're all trying to see what works and trying to see what sticks. Um, they're looking at uh, other markets, um, Netflix, uh, Disney, they're looking at them and saying, okay, they have this subscription service and they are creating their own, uh, their own uh, content. And I'm thinking uh, Microsoft with the, with the acquisition of these, of these other studios is thinking about that. They're thinking about, okay, you know, for the long term, you know, it's much better for them to to buy them up, put the money up, give them the money to make to make games for this new system that they that they brought out or this new hardware and then reap those reap those benefits. Um, and if they're able to cut out actually selling a physical disc and cut out the manufacturing process, you better believe they're going to try it. Um because that's just more money in their pocket. Um so I do believe that if given the opportunity to completely get rid of um physical gaming uh, and go to a subscription model, they would. Uh they would definitely do that. I know that we don't want it. I know that we don't want that to happen uh because it's not viable right now, but the way the market is going, I do believe that in a couple years, uh, our grandchildren's grandchildren you know or our grandchildren's children sorry you know might be just buying a PlayStation 10 and they sign on to PlayStation Now and they just get all the games that they want from all their titles you know it's it's a consolidation of a consolidation of their products um and that's kind of you know what what's probably going to happen it it I don't want to sound bleak or anything um but as as everything kind of gets more and more, I don't want to say specialized, but gets um, more and more costly to produce. Um, it just makes and people are wanting to hold on to their money or it just makes more sense that they would go that route if they if they were allowed to. Um, and we they're just testing the waters right now. And even though we haven't seen anything from Double Fine, we haven't seen anything uh, from from all the studios that they acquired, we will probably be seeing something in the next year. And I know that people wanted it now, or they wanted it. You know, I think Microsoft is playing the long game, and they're and they're hoping that once these studios start delivering on on product for for the uh, Xbox, uh, the new Xbox, uh, they're hoping that people will will join their service and they will play these games because. You know it's bethesda because it's obsidian you know because it's double fine you know and so i i think that they're trying to shift the market um to a streaming service but it's just not working because there's too many uh other other people out there nintendo sony that are just not following suit so it's not as viable and when you got people like stadia uh google trying trying try and do the same thing you best believe if they're able to put all that money and keep that money in house and not sell the physical disc or give it to retailers uh like gamestop or best buy you best believe they're gonna do that because that's more profit generation in their in their hands is that a good thing i have no idea is it a bad thing same thing i don't know um
2: you gotta look at PC gaming too. PC gaming has existed without physical media for quite a bit of time, and so that's a whole other thing. In a nutshell, you know, yeah. Steam has come along to kind of be the end-all, be-all storefront for that, you know. And I could see uh, out of the three manufacturers, I think Xbox is closest to just going to uh, pure digital, no physical media, you know, output on there.
1: Yep. So. But I think, but I think computer gaming, and please correct me if I'm wrong, if you're listening. I think computer gaming was always held as, as, as an elitist type of thing, you know. And and not everyone, and I don't know if it's elitist. I think that might be a too too harsh of a word. But you know, these it's are
2: mainstream. These are,
1: well, it's, it's not mainstream as as Specialist. consoles are.
2: specialists.
1: Yeah, I think that's much more of a better word to say it. I, I don't want to say I don't want to say elitist. I I. It's like, it's like they don't. Um, it's it's just something separate. It's 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 a it's its own kind of thing. Uh, but I agree. It's it's like a specialty type of situation. You know, it's 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 not mainstream, and so that's why you know people who who probably use um, people who who have a PC or do PC gaming are to- are probably the ones that that are that are least affected by this. You know because they're already getting getting a lot of their stuff digital um so they don't you know i don't know if they own physical media that much anymore honestly you know we well, we're able to go to steam
0: the 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 game hacks the hacking killed well not hacking but the pirating killed physical media on pc yeah. because people were just buying discs cracking them and then taking them back and that that's what killed it and steam was just in the right place in the right time yeah to capitalize on that and they've created them they basically turned themselves into a an an empire of necessity
1: yeah well they, they created uh, the market of that.
0: yeah they created they, the market because yeah. of our the pirates killed the physical yeah. media on pc and maybe it would have died anyway just because of the nature of pc moving from you know it it's faster to just you know to to move things digitally than than to have things on the on physical media on PC, so maybe it would have happened sooner anyway. But piracy was just a catalyst that killed gaming, the P, uh, physical gaming on PC. Because you know, what's the yeah. what's the point?
1: Yeah, we are all we are all being we are all being dragged kicking and screaming into this future where a lot of our stuff is going to be uh, some kind of streaming, some kind of digital. Per- it's already happened in the music industry. Um, but do I think that it'll be a one and done only thing? No, it will never be like that because you have your vinyl people who like vinyl, you know, like like John uh, John said uh, in our you know uh, earlier. So you'll always have people that that prefer physical media, and and I think that's great. Like I I'm I'm all for it. Um, but but I think later on, you know, as as people's tastes and and as new generations come in. Uh, we will start to see this uh, far less than we used to. Um, and again, I cannot, I. it's not my job to pass judgment on whether it's good or bad. It's just kind of my thought about what, what will most likely happen, in my opinion. So.
0: Okay, so, yeah. well, thank you so much for that uh, feedback, Alberco. And again, yeah. towards the end of the show, we're going to go over how you can contact us.
1: Great conversation absolutely
0: absolutely uh, in the meantime we are going to go on to our next topic on the docket which is going to be the news and trader joe is going to take that mic
2: so we got one new story and then we're going to dive into like everything that was revealed and talked about uh, at the gaming awards so only news i want to talk about is uh, King of Fighters 15 there is going to be a full reveal of the game coming on January the 7th on there and they showed the first character designs revealed with a uh, Kyo Kusanagi K- with the yes. b- bandana back on there I also looked and I know they had a new character designs for Benjamaru yeah. on there with another character as well and also they're going to talk about new t- de- new details on the third season pass for Samurai Showdown as well on there, so uh, things are looking good. I know we, I know Kev, you won the tried King of Fighters 14. You thought 14 was kind of trashy in comparison, you know. So, well, hopefully that the 15 will look strong uh, coming out on here. I'm kind of curious to see uh, what they do come up with. So,
0: uh, any thoughts on it? Um, please don't do that art style from from 14. Please, I mean, 13. 13 it, it, 13 was was an absolutely gorgeous game. I think 13 was overly technical, but from a looks perspective, it was absolutely gorgeous. I think if it had the the fight system from 15 from uh if, if King of Fighters 15 had the system from 14 but the looks from 13, they'd have an absolute winner on their hands. You know that hand-drawn art that was in 13 um it it's but it's just clear that that's just not at one point now uh <clears throat> uh oh gosh um uh, arc system or arcsys works their graphic style is like hand drawn art but it's actually done 3D and they they are they're just absolutely brilliant in the art style and the animation frames that they put in their characters in their fighting games—you know—just I mean, take a look at Dragon Ball Fighters. It looks like the freaking anime. Uh, take a look at um, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. That is an absolutely gorgeous game. Uh, all of that was designed was designed with 3D, but we're well, using 3D modeling. But they put these layers on there that make it look like 2D hand-drawn cells and it's absolutely f- fantastic. I would love to see them utilize a similar system with King of Fighters 15 as far as the art direction, but <clears throat> we'll see because 14 and 14 had 14 should have been named uh um uh World Heroes. That's yeah. what it should have been. Because it, it had some characters that were just too damn weird <laughs> for a traditional, for a traditional King of Fighters, and that's saying a lot because King of Fighters has had some oddball characters, in, in you know going back through the, going back through the series. But fourteen just had some. I mean, you got a dude that you got a dude that like rocks you to sleep as his special. Huh. I, I mean, like literally, you got a little preteen cheerleader girl I, 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 I it, it's uh, <laughs> I just go back like and play that now I know like one a
2: lot. of the characters from 14 they're bringing into 15 is on the team with uh, Kyo and with Benjamaro is Shune, Shune yeah there yeah and i i didn't didn't really know the character prior, so I thought it was a new character, but I didn't realize it was a character from fourteen. so yeah. you know it might be something you know, because we've been looking for a fight night game, you know something to play. I know you're probably not going to go back to fourteen, but it might be something I' have to fire up on the p s five just to see if it's as bad as you
0: said it is. so. I mean, if mechanically it's very sound, I mean, it is the, the fighting mechanics are nowhere near as hard to master as 13 was, but the, it, I just couldn't rock with that art style and those character designs for some of those newer characters was just like, I mean, one of the characters is straight up C-Kid. It's just a female version of C-Kid from World Heroes. And it's like, why is this chick rocking and running around in a pirate suit? You know, it, it, it's just I, goofy. It's, it sounds sounds great to me. I, could, I mean, wow. It's I don't just know it's just goofy, man. I, I I just I just couldn't I just couldn't. If if they put World Heroes versus KOF, then it would have been absolutely fan perfect. Okay, those all now it makes sense. But well, I would. You know, World Heroes bringing back you know
2: Rasputin and Mudman and like you know Jake, Jake kid. You talking? You talking good Ugh. stuff to me. Well,
0: world Heroes was dope. I have no problem with World Heroes. It's just that these characters, these newer characters, some of these dudes that they had in fourteen did not belong in a King of Fighters game. They belong in a World Heroes game. You know, yeah, but that you know, sure. it's like. You You know, potato, potato. It's like, yeah, respect the respect the franchises, respect the differences. I mean, to me, it's like, you know, putting, you know, instant rewind in in Forza Motorsport. Why? This is a sim. Why are you why are you putting, you know, non sim racing features in in a game that's supposed to that has the emphasis uh have an emphasis on realism? It just doesn't make sense. You know, but that's that's just that's just me.
1: I,
3: yeah. I
0: think you, I think you just weren't expecting World Heroes,
1: <laughs> from a King of Fighters game, and that's what kind of took you out of it. You're like, um, am I playing the right game? You kept looking at the box, being like, mm. you know, I, I kind of get that too. You know, I've never played, I've played any of those games in a very long time, um, so I don't know. Uh, whatever happened was it Vice and Malice? Were those, were those
0: Iori's girls? Whatever happened to them? Like, I was I- Iori killed them. I mean oh. they are in they're like in oh. like one of the games in one of the games like they're they're you play as their ghosts but they're actually you know but they're you know they can do like physical attacks but well, yeah in the in them. the actual okay. <laughs> in the actual canon of the of the series yeah he killed them because Iori has the Orochi demon inside of him and when he releases it he can't control it so he oh. all of his team members he either beats up to the point of death or he actually kills them so wow.
2: It's, that, wow it's that it's not males it's it's uh, mature and vice Mature, yeah, mature yeah. and
1: advice sorry yeah i knew it was one of them i it's been so long but i just know that they were hilarious and akari but Warriors you know and, and, and
0: that's why that's why i say that's why i say mature and vice are unusual characters but they but they have that style that be kind of belongs in k in kof you know they look like King of Fighters characters, you know. I mean, yeah. they walk out there trying to be, look like you know fashion models off the off the runway, but their style belongs in the KOF game. But That's some it. of the other characters just in fourteen just just don't it just don't match up.
2: Good to know. Well, we'll look forward to the reveal trailer uh, coming out in January. So we'll definitely talk it on a future episode. So. Uh, one thing they did mention is that King of Fighters 15 that the team compositions will be uh, greatly different than prior games, and so they might mix up the teams a bit. So we'll see. You know, if I'm going to see like the uh, Fatal Fury team not just being, you know, Terry, uh, Andy, and Joe. You might want to mix that up a bit too. So we'll see. We'll see yeah, how. how see. Which... In, in my, of course, too. So and then the whole thing see. about SNK being purchased by the Prince of Saudi Arabia, where we talked about it in a prior episode. We'll have to see how everything uh, goes with that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see what's up with that. Probably next to nothing, as long as it uh, makes money. But, you know, we'll we'll see, though. So, All right, Game Awards. So there's quite been quite a bit of trailers and announcements on here. I almost had, like, after watching this show, like, kind of a Jeff Keighley fatigue, I think, a little bit, you know. We went through this uh, summer in gaming with Jeff Keeler with all these like little, um, you know, webcast and you know as far as shows showing you know uh, trailers on top of trailers. IGN, you know, Sydney Goodman coming on there, of course. And so it's like you know I thought it was it was good, but obviously you, you, I kind of missed having that studio audience, but uh, having to go through like esports, you know, Player of the Year and Event of the Year still, it's just like I'm you know, just like. Grateful I'm running a dual monitor setup and I can put it on a separate monitor and actually browse the web and play a game or do other things at the same time. It's running on there. What's your guys' overall opinion of the show itself as far as what you see? And I know you guys probably caught it uh, later on and were just picking After and work. choosing the content, right?
1: After work. I've I've never fully watched one because I just feel that it would be just very long and very boring like i don't watch award shows generally just because i just don't i i've just um i've never really been that that uh, much of a fan of them um nothing against the people who won i'm sure that you 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 all deserved you know every accolade you get um it's just it's just not my cup of tea so um yeah. that's just always been my thing so i watch the highlights i watch i watch the highlights i watch the cool stuff um um and that's pretty much about it so the game uh,
2: reveals too yeah
1: yeah and the game yeah and the game reveals like i'm that's really what i'm there for like i'm i'm there for the game review reveals what news coming out stuff like that and then you know there's so much coverage on youtube for this stuff that you can literally just watch youtube and and you and you'll be told everything that happened and that's pretty much what i did and and it just it, it it was just a better use of my time, you know. is, yeah. is Really, what it came down to. Yeah, you
2: know, I was literally like fast forwarding because I wasn't watching it live. I wasn't able because it came on at least for us here. The pre-show was like three thirty. Yeah, like, and I'm still at work at that time. So yeah, I was still I was still working or you know walking my dogs and doing other things besides you know sitting down and like you know digesting this thing live. So that's a good yeah. thing. What about you, Kev? Uh, what's your overall impressions of the show itself? So.
0: I mean i i'm i'm kind of with you guys i'm not all that into award shows um the only thing and i will only i uh for something like the game awards i will only watch it after it has posted so i can fast forward through all the stuff i don't care about you know do i really care about you know gaming influencer of the year no i don't oh. um you know, kudos to them who won, like you said. But I, I'm just here for the game game announcements, and just to just to see the the on um, the social media meltdowns because people are mad over who won. That's that's yeah, that's really all I <laughs> they're about. Uh, and the new game announcements more so than anything else. Yeah, the, me too. The 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 uh the Crumb side vitriol is just like, you know, ice an otherwise icing on a on an otherwise unimpressive cake.
2: <laughs> well, let's kinda of go over some of the announcements then. As far as the award the winners, we're not even gonna cover that, but Last of Us Two tended to win a lot of the main, you know, awards, game of the year, director of the year with Neil Druckmann mm-hmm. on there. Um, you know, they had a number of um actors and celebrities, you know, and this is from a award show prior that had a a creator come on and say F the Oscars, basically. So I find Mm -hmm. it ironic that you have all these actors. I know so edgy on there, but uh, as far as what was uh, revealed, let's start off with the next fighter in smash brothers ultimate on there. Nintendo (laughs) 10 has used this show last year. It was Joker uh, from persona five uh, this time they had a trailer with the one and only Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, Will be heading to Super Smash Brothers as the next DLC fighter. It's coming out a little later this month, in December. Uh, even the, you know, violence that he brought upon the battlefield, at least in the trailer, is pretty cool to watch. You know, I kind of, I hate to say, it, I got a little bit of a chill down my spine because of that. Uh, Sephiroth music the one-wing angel is just like enough to just see and smash it's just it's kind of cool to see on there what's your guys's opinion on this
1: well I watched uh, so I watched uh uh what is it Afro XL I think it's what's now name I'm butchering I'm his name but he's a streamer and he puts on you know he's a he's a fighting he's a streamer and he uh usually uh, does stuff with Mugens, Um so it's kind of cool Mujin or whatever. Yeah. I think it's Mujin or Mugen or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But
0: yeah. It's that, so he, that fighting game engine mix up all these characters yeah. from unrelated. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he basically will put like make dream matches and put stuff in. So his content's really good. He, and he's a, and he's a fighter and his, his, if you haven't checked out his content, he's a black guy, really cool. But I watched, uh, he put on a, a post And it was him and his friends, or fellow streamers, reacting to it. And it is one of the funniest things I have seen in a long time. Like, I have... It's like, I don't play Smash. Like, I don't... I never played it. I don't really know how to play it. Uh, i played it maybe once or twice at a friend's house. So I really don't know anything about Smash. But to hear them scream about it, you would have thought, like like lord baby jesus you know done came and blessed them like they were like screaming and hollering and they're like oh my god And they were just like so people were like they like lost their minds over this so i am like again i don't play smash but to see everyone's um just expressions was just was just great like i see i love that like i love that about uh the community is just people People who are just completely just, like, like, it's amazing. I love it. It's the best thing ever. So, like, I'm here for it. I won't play, I won't play it. It's not my game. But, hey, more power to you, and I'm glad that you were all, like, loving it like that. Like, fantastic. Kev, what's your thoughts?
0: Um, I don't play Smash either. I mean, I have, I have Smash Brothers, and I bought a, a couple of the DLC characters, but the 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 online community needs some help It, it it's 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 bad and oh. no even though nintendo makes those things to prevent you from you know interacting you can change your your character name multiple times so you'll get racial slurs in that oh, wow. and it's just like uh, mm. you know depending on how you fare and it's just really bad so i am mean, it's cool that sephiroth is in the game I won't be playing Smash Brothers anytime soon. I'm I'm debating whether or not I'm going to wind up taking the game back. But I'll tell you who is excited is my great nephew. Um, yeah. I just this just this evening I was talking to his dad, who is my nephew. He's actually my youngest nephew. We were on gosh, we were on the phone for like two hours uh, this evening. And uh, we were talking a little bit about Sephiroth coming to Smash, and EJ, his son, my great-nephew, is super excited to get his hands on on Sephiroth. Uh, My dude is, his school, because, uh, and this is kind of dope, is hosting online Smash tournaments. My dude has won every one he's been in. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he's also been in um for the, I guess, for, I don't know what the schedule is for the Nintendo-sponsored uh, Smash tournaments, but in the, like, this is, like, before, you, you know, going through the pools at the lower rank, my dude has placed third in the latest one that was that he was going up against people all over the world. My dude placed third third and i i don't know out of a pool of how many but he went he th- he made it to, to th- a third place spot so um i told i told his dad it's like look you need to have him call me so when uh he go with well, the next time he goes up uh he can uh let he, you know let me know when he's when he's going to be playing so i can watch him if they're going to stream it um He's really good. I've watched him play before in person just running ranked and he just demolishes everybody. Like everybody. He's like, you know, he's like, what character do you want me to play, Uncle Kevin? I don't know. I don't know. Let's try uh, like like his main character is Joker, so he'll he'll run will run Joker. And they're like, "Uh, let's try Samus. I'll show you Samus." It's like and he is just mopping the floor with everyone and this is ranked. And i don't know how high he is in rank but he's got to be he's 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 playing with with some really good some really good uh players so and he wants to he wants to go pro he's told he's told his dad he wants to do he wants to he wants to be a a pro competitor in smash and he's got he's got the skills on the sticks to do it so as as his great uncle i'm going to i want to be there to Cheer him on and support him in any way possible. But yeah, he is over the moon hype over Sephiroth coming to Smash. That's awesome. Deal, good deal. deal. You know, I, I'm excited for it, but at
2: the same time, it's like, uh, you know, there's enough characters in Smash where maybe if uh, there's like the uh, con- Super the Greatest, you know, Greatest Hits uh, complete edition with all the characters included in one cart might be something that I would think about at a later point. I know Terry Bogart coming to Smash is like something that, like, you know, at least I'll grab the Amiibo once it does come out, you know, because Nintendo's been pretty good about uh, releasing all the Amiibo for all the characters they bring to Smash, so if if anything, I'll grab the Amiibo because it always looks good on my desk on there. I, I'll be sure as hell to grab the Terry Bogart Amiibo once it comes
0: out in March, oh, so... Man. E, ej beast with terry too i i think i think his main character is joker but he's also really good with terry um i i've seen him play I've, I've seen him play with joker terry and like one of the one of the pokemon characters i can't remember which one but yeah terry is like one of his is one of his main characters he just wrecking everybody
2: probably incineroar but who knows
0: so. No, it's not Incineroar. It's not Incineroar. I, I would remember that, because that's the one I like to use when yeah. I play Smash. is cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of the other ones. I can't remember which. Gotcha.
2: All right. Well, next uh, reveal that kind of we wanted to talk about, uh, Microsoft's The Initiative Studio. This is the studio that was lauded as being Microsoft's quadruple-A studio. And so beyond yes this is like uh beyond. their santa monica studio that they you know, pulled curated people from other studios in the area like naughty dog and so on and so forth and so with the all the high expectations of being a quadruple a studio they did uh have an announced trailer for their next project and it happens to be a uh Version of a, a new version of a, a game uh, that has a checkered pass it would be perfect dark on there. So they did reveal a cinematic trailer, uh, no gameplay was shown on there. Kind of looks cool from the cinematic, but you know, I don't know what it's going to be, you know, and especially with the studio involved. Rare's not involved with this. Uh, Rare is the studio that developed perfect dark back in the N64 days. This is like the uh, pseudo-sequel to GoldenEye when uh, they decided not to, you know, do another Bond game, but they did a first-person shooter on there, and so I've uh, dabbled with Perfect Dark Zero on the Xbox uh, 360 back in the day, but um, a lot of people said that that game was, like, mediocre at best on here, so we'll have to see how this studio kind of comes about. At least they're using some of their Rare IP for once, and Microsoft is, and so we'll have to see. Any comments, you guys, on this? I've never played Perfect Dark, so I have no frame of
1: reference. So I have to see a lot more before I can make any kind of um, uh, any kind of assessment. And plus, it's most likely going to be a first person. So, uh, so
2: it might be a stealth too. I don't know. It might have some, you know, kind of a, I, you know, that's just me kind of. Um, putting my hat on and thinking that they might go that direction. I'm thinking an action adventure game for sure. On there with yeah, some we'll first person shooting elements, but I have no idea what they're gonna do with this. No. I have no idea. It was just a cinematic trailer, so I don't think anyone Yeah. Knows. Yeah, and this is just the point that I don't know if I want a perfect dark dark to come back, but you know, we'll see. We'll take the ball and roll with it and see where it goes. But uh you know, I, I just almost wish if this studio was a quadruple a studio that they would just let them do their thing and create uh some new ip for once instead of rehashing something uh from a quite a few years ago on this so uh, kevin you have any opinion on perfect dark or is just like same thing
0: i enjoy, i thoroughly enjoyed perfect dark on the n64 I was a fan of of Goldeneye and Perfect Dark. I found to be just about as as enjoyable. Um, even if it, you know, I want. I'm I'm hopeful, cautiously hopeful. Because they need the Xbox needs something, you know. They need something to 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 make to 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 make a case for this hardware um and with with halo infinite being in whatever limbo it's in um who knows what turn 10 or whatever when you know when you're going to get any of their other staple uh forza games that are going to come to fruition you know Gears 5 was, the coalition just, in my opinion, just really messed up Gears 5, at least story-wise. I don't know anything about the multiplayer, because I don't play multiplayer Gears. I just do the campaign, and that campaign was horrible. They need a winner, and um, hopefully the the initiative can, can pull something together that's top-notch. That's the only yeah. thing I. That's the only thing I can say. But I, Perfect Dark, was a very fun game. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I want to say I still have my N64 copy at my mom's house, but I have no idea where it is because I don't remember trading it back. It might be somewhere lost in 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 the abyss that is my former room. <laughs> so, Let's see if you got that RAM oh, card,
2: yeah. the N64 RAM cart.
0: Burn yeah, that thing. yeah, Super the greatest. So i did have the ram cart yes i did <laughs> yeah i remember
2: the ram cart yeah back in, the, in that era i kind of poo-pooed n64 you know i was just all down on cartridges and i was all about the saturn and the playstation so it's like i played Golden goldeneye but i never played golden uh, perfect dark for whatever reason so all right next trailer uh they showed quite a bit gameplay trailer and also uh uh cinematic trailer for back for blood which is the next title from left for dead developers Turtle rock studios on here and they came back and showed that uh, they have a release date already in place for it. it's going to be out june 22nd 2021 it's going to come out for all your typical cross-gen systems ps4 ps5 xbox one series s and x and pc on there so uh any of you two are left for dead fans or uh you really care about the the that series from valve that much i don't i never really played it so i don't think i've ever played it
1: so i mean i mean i looked at it and i know that people are, are like oh my god this is great you know that game was awesome and and what have you but to me it just looked like another zombie shooter so um there was nothing that really made me take notice when i watched the trailer i mean it just you know i literally looked at that and was like okay another game that i can play with my friends that's great you know on the in the uh, i mean that was pretty much it like i'm i'm not trying to get down on the game or anything like that it's just there was nothing in there that made me that was compelling me to be like oh i really have to play this game day one you know yeah that that was that was just me i was just like okay you know this is Another another zombie shooter. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah,
2: I, I dabble with Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead too, but not enough to say I played hundreds of hours like some people might have did with their friends and that kind of thing. I know some people, uh, my fellow co-host on GH Radio, Chris Lefty Brown, is like, he's just a big Left 4 Dead fan. And so probably out of all, all of the people I know probably be more excited for this. And I'll keep a cursory glance. I don't know if it's a day one for me. At least, you know, if it's something that you guys are interested in playing, maybe I think about or you guys out there in the community as well on there. And I know, you probably having. Did you like Left 4 Dead or play Left 4 Dead 2 at all?
0: Um, I like the idea and the concept behind Left 4 Dead. I just unfortunately played with assholes. <laughs>
1: uh,
3: oh damn, just, assholes!
0: Just, yeah, just kind of just keeping it a buck. Um, it 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 was. Um, Actually, I want to say that uh, I that my one experience with assholes was with a a co-host of a current co-host of GH radio. Oh, he was well. not, yes. Damn <laughs> it, Joe. He, <laughs> was, he, was, he was not the uh, the uh, perpetrator of said assholery, but his buddies were. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not fun at all.
0: But all the concept there. behind the concept behind Left for Dead uh is seems kind of seems kind of interesting and uh, this one uh Back, for, Back Blood. for Blood uh yeah, it 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 looks like it could be kind of fun if you're playing with the right people.
2: Yeah. We'll definitely see. All right, next thing uh, even though it got leaked prior to the show, um Persona 5 Strikers has finally gotten a U.S. date on here. So it's going to be out uh, in February. It's going to be on February 19th, 2021 uh, for Switch, PS4, and also on Steam. Of course, the Switch version gets a steelbook. The PS4 version does not. Said panda face over here. High res lover doesn't get my steelbook with the super greatest PS4 version and or PC Aww. version. But, oh, well, for me. but. Uh, They did have a musical performance on the Game Awards from uh, the um, performers delivering one of the tracks from Persona 5 Strikers, which was kind of cool to watch on there. But uh, this is the Musou spinoff for Persona 5 that's been out in Japan for a bit of time on there. I think we talked on prior episodes as far as people anxiety about uh, not getting this game immediately. And so it's good to know that's finally uh, on its way. Um, if you do pick up either the standard or digital versions of the game you'll include a copy of the game's soundtrack with 40 music tracks a digital art book and a behind the scenes video on the making of some of its music on there so and then if you pre-order at GameStop because you know you love to go inside the store at GameStop during COVID and you can get your free collectible Joker pin if you go to GameStop to go and pick that up on there so and um Pretty cool. I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I know Kev, you probably could be uh, of the three of us probably more excited for this and than,
0: than me or Dez. Oh, that's day one, day one, day one. confirmed for for Persona Strikers, um, it's, man, especially if it's if it's even if if it's half as good as as. Uh, Age of, Hyrule, calamity. Age, of, age of calamity high Wars, age of calamity man forget about it um yeah i'm i'm gonna be there day one absolutely
2: And it might be good for someone like yourself too because i know the story is continuing from the end of persona
0: five right, and end of so... persona five yeah well that yeah, so makes so...
2: it even better you know because it
1: gets you really like it because it really speaking to those people who actually beat the game and it's just like, look, you know, we, 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 want, to, we want to share this with you, this, this next experience. It's pretty cool. I like that.
2: I like it, too. I mean, I think tech, you know, Megaforce, Tech McCoy, uh, they tend to work some of their best work with the uh, licensed games that they bring out versus, you know, uh, ret- retracing the, uh, um, you know, Chinese law of man, you know, with Lu Bu and all them fine folk for the 10th million time. It, they think they do their better work. Uh, with license boo. <laughs> cow, cow 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 you know i was ex- totally expecting dynasty warriors 10 to kind of reek its head you know during the tokyo game show but uh nothing yet we'll see we'll see so all right next thing i want to talk about monster hunter rise trailer was shown okay so uh always good to see more about this game cg trailer you know they showed cutscene about the rampage on here as far as different monsters uh, attacking uh, which is basically hordes of monsters attacking simultaneously on there um, they also announced uh, that there is going to be a playable demo coming out in january on the switch on there so we'll have to take a look to see i know um even though i haven't had a chance to watch the video yet one of the streamers that me and Dez follow. Um, I think Erez, I, I can't pronounce his name. Eric. Eric. There you go. Was uh, looking at uh, the trailer and breaking it down frame by frame and possibly saying it might be the return of Kezu in there. And I saw some I Kezu so. lightning so. in there. So we'll have to see. But uh, um, I thought the trailer was badass. I'm super excited for this game still. Um, I know that uh, during the Capcom ransomware leak that there's a possible PC version of this so I mean I'm just like I'm day one on Switch if there's a Steam version that rolls around at some point uh, I might be on Steam as well if they don't bust that with a Switch Pro by then so so any thoughts to you guys on any of this business with the Monster Hunter Rise um, yeah I mean I'm here for it I don't know what else to say you yeah, know, I mean, it's I'm just... down. It's, it's just a nice trailer. So, yeah, I, I, I thought am... the little horde attack. I know, Kev, I know you're going to give the, this game at least a shot when the demo comes out. At least it's great that they're going to bring out a demo so you can kind of compare it to prior versions of the series and, and compare it to World and see where you're going to stick with it or not. So,
0: yeah, the well, the only one I can't, I'm, I will be comparing it to is World. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I I I definitely want to try it. Definitely want to play it. Um, while I I was and World, I think I'm gonna give the Great Sword. I'm I'm gonna try and main Great Sword because that that's the one I was trying to rock with. Uh, when I when I reached the the end of my playtime with World, um, so I'm gonna try do the Great main a Great Sword. I think in in this one, if if that's one of the weapons that they offer that they have. The only thing is that I'm, you know, that I'm a little bit concerned is how the Switch is going to run a game like, like World. I mean, I I, I get it. I, I'm I'm. It's a good thing that they're putting a demo out. So obviously, both Capcom and Nintendo are confident in the product and how it's going to run on the Switch. Um. If I do if I play it and I do like it, um uh, I will play it on the switch, but more but more more likely than not, depending on how 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 soon a PC port follows or how or how well the PC port is, because we have to take that into consideration too. Sometimes even the PC ports turn out to be not so great. Um, but I would this is the type of game that I want to play in it's, you know, best fidelity <laughs> best frame rate for lack of you know you know i'm 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 all about the high res for a game for a game like this so i could see myself um uh, starting over on starting over on pc uh if it's if it's a game that i want to that i want to
2: play i would so. definitely double dip and or you know maybe des this will be the bellwether of you Getting into PC gaming, possibly. So you never know. Uh, maybe you never know. I do know that. Um,
1: what was I was going to say I do know that. Um, I am hopeful. I am hopeful that I will be able to get a. And this is wishful thinking, of course. And you know, I'm praying, you know, for wish fulfillment. But I'm hoping that they give a. Um, they create a switch uh Monster Hunter Rise version like they did for um Animal Crossing Animal Crossing exactly because I would buy that I would snatch that up I would I would I'd pick that up and I'd and I'd put it in my in 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 the game room and I I I'd, I'd play it like I would love that I think that would be fantastic Um will this be my gateway drug to the world of PC gaming I don't know Um
2: maybe maybe not Right. we'll see that'd be awesome thinking me me you and kev on discord in the chat playing some monster Hunter rise if yeah. i can play with the controller then yeah yeah no it's oh, yeah. You'll definitely, oh, yeah yeah you'd definitely be able to play with the controller that's for sure so we'll, we'll see we'll see that's all i can say is we'll see <laughs> all right all right next thing i want to talk about uh our good friend phil and his xbox games pass on here so yeah, a uh, nice trailer with a lot of big game announcements on here. So, um, of course, the game that you know and love, uh, Elder Scrolls Skyrim, is coming to get Xbox Games Pass as of December 15th. So if you happen had had not a chance to play Skyrim before, guess what? It's coming to Xbox Games Pass. So Yawn. On, on PC and also on console on there. So also um, EA uh, Play will be coming... Uh, on pc game pass as of december 15th so if you want to play all your prior ea titles like you know dead space or jedi fallen order those are all coming as well and of course uh, because of whatever money hat they signed of course the uh, sega and the yakuza uh, studio on here as pretty much a brought the rest of the mainline Yakuza games to the um, Xbox and also on Xbox Game Pass on PC. So Yakuza 3, 4, and 5 as far as the Yakuza collection uh, and also Yakuza 6 are all coming to Xbox Game Pass on there. So that's good. Hopefully there's enough Yakuza fans on that side of the fence uh, that will appreciate it. I know I was checking out at least uh, some people on Steam saying that or on a PC form or a gaming form saying that they are the best on PC, that they run at the highest res. And so it might be something to take a look at because if they're good remasters, it's it's definitely a great thing on that, so. And you know, also they announced a few other additions on here, of course, and we'll definitely take a look uh, as they come along in the weeks and months to come for xbox games pass so so any comments on that before i move on none for me no all right no
0: i've got six months of game pass so I'll, i'll i'm sure i'll you're gonna jump in there i'll jump in there i'll jump in there at some point yeah i mean good that they're still getting some
2: support on there and i think it's a you know if i'm going to see like maybe uh japanese games coming out uh, day and date on xbox i think that's a good thing for sure and we'll talk about because there's another trailer that they showed during this that had all the xbox trappings on there (laughs) we'll talk about in a minute Uh, next next game reveal that kind of threw me back a little bit but this is part of the capcom mega ransom leak was that they have a new version of ghouls and ghosts coming out for the switch So ghouls and ghosts ghost and goblins actually not ghouls and ghosts ghouls and ghosts is the second game in the series ghost and goblins resurrection will be out on february 25th on there they had a reveal trailer um i'm not you know i like the art style from what was shown but i am not kind of digging the animation you know i think we we're talking about this off air but uh, or prior to the show and uh, the animation and the everything kind of looks like a mobile game. And so I'm just kind of taking a wait and see attitude on this. So what's your guys' opinions on ghouls and uh, Ghost and goblins resurrection? I think it's great. It's coming back,
1: but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to take a wait and see approach on this as well and see how it see how it, see how it fares, see how it plays. Um, I think it's great. You know, they're bringing back old IPs. Um, I would have loved a uh, uh, an RPG an RPG version of that game, you know, really kind of step it up. But you know, getting getting, you know, it's like getting it's like getting a hot hot cocoa with like you know with with like extra you know uh, type of cocoa or something. You know, you're familiar with it, but but the cocoa tastes a little bit different.
2: So I'm just kind of waiting to see how that cocoa tastes. Yeah, me too. I mean, if it's definitely less than twenty bucks, it might be something I could just pick up day one and just check out, if need be, because I don't think they've announced it for any other platforms besides the Switch. So we'll have to see how that rolls around. It might be a Switch game I buy. Haha. You know, me hating on those low-resolution games, but you know, if it's something that's exclusive for Switch, I will be in day one on there. So I'm. If I'm
0: yeah i'm I'm with you i It looks like a mobile game that does not have me overly enthusiastic. It's got that i it, it looks like pop cap should be popping up in the in the in the attract screen, <laughs> so that has me concerned. I was really hoping that I'd get another Maximo. oh uh, I would works. rather have Maximo to be perfectly honest, but uh you know. If this turns out to be a good game and and sales uh uh are are good, then maybe that means that there will be another Maximo coming our way in, at some point in the future. So just have to wait and see.
2: I'm a big Maximo fan. In fact, uh, you know, I believe Mark Cerny was involved at some point with Maximo on there. So I'm I, I'm like. I, I wish it was back compatible on the PS5. At least I wish they brought it out as one of the PS2 classics on PS4. It's just like that IP is like rotting on the vine, in my opinion. I think they should yeah. definitely bring that
0: back. So, Yeah, I would subscribe to PS now if if Maximo was on there.
2: And there was another thing on the uh, Ghost and Goblins uh reboot that kind of caught my eye that they announced right at the end of the trailer but they they are bringing what's called Capcom Arcade Stadium for the Switch on here so it's basically another you know Capcom compilation but basically it's going to be to where you're able to play a lot of old Capcom arcade games so if you don't have a retro pie in your closet <laughs> if you don't have anything hooked up basically the game's going to come with 32 classic games such as Section Z, by a Commando, 1942, and more on there. And you could, you know, the emulator that's included with this will allow you to go ahead and rewind if you need to, speed up or slow gameplay if need be, and use save states on here. So, and then I got to look. I guess everyone is going to be able to download our Capcom Arcade Stadium and be able to play 1943 The Battle of Midway for free on there. And then you could purchase separate add ons for this. So, and so the groups of add ons. There's three packs on this, and so you got pack one, which is going to be Vulgus, Pirate Ship, uh, Hejimaru, 1942, uh, Takakake no Banka, uh, Legendary Wings, Bina Commando, Forgotten Worlds, and Goals and Ghosts. Uh, then they have pack two, which is sounds like the hotness on here is Strider, Dynasty Wars, Final Fight, 1941, Counterattack, on their uh, Warriors of Fate, Mega Twins, Carrier Air Wing. Street Fighter II World Warrior, Cap, C- Captain Commando, Yahoo, and Varth Operation Thunderstorm, and then Pack Three um, has Street Fighter II Hyper Fighting, Street, Super Street Fighter II Turbo, and um, also has Cyberbots, 19XX uh, Battle Circuit, Giga Wing, 1944, and Progea on there. So I mean, I don't. Is there any of these packs you guys would be interested? In? I think Pack Two is like the hotness with Strider and uh, uh, 1941 and Street Fighter Two on there, but uh, Captain Commando especially. So, yeah,
0: but can a brother get Cadillacs and dinosaurs?
2: <laughs> can, I hear, can I? hear
0: an amen? Can a brother get some Cadillacs and dinosaurs? I know it's that was based off an of old some type of comic book license, and maybe that it may be the the legal. The legal red tape—it would be just too much to make that a a feasible reality. Uh, Warriors of Fate, yeah, I'm down. Uh, Captain Commando, yeah, I'm I'm down. But can a brother get Cadillacs and die That's what I want to know. That's what um, I want to know. Yeah, it's just
2: like uh, Aliens versus Predator. It's pretty much lost to the annuals of time unless they get together and to get the license again. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get the license. So, you know, that's when you're going to fire up MAME on your PC. Yeah. You're going to fire up a RetroPie and have at it. That's the only yeah. way you're going to be able to do what you need to do on there, buddy. So. Unfortunately. All right. It's it's sad to say, but licenses are usually a bad turn. I mean, you know, it it's happened. I mean, you saw that they brought back Konami's, like, TMNT and like Simpsons at one point, but those licenses have since expired. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. those are uh, since gone away to Dodo again. So now another uh, trailer that they showed during the game awards was um, Returnal made an appearance. So Returnal is the game from house Mark on there. And so it's looking quite good on there. It got kind of showed a little bit more of the gameplay and you could kind of see the shooter elements, the arcade elements of uh, Housemark's prior titles in a like uh, first person's perspective, and so they and said that the game's going to be out on March nineteenth, on there. Uh, of course, it's uh, weighted with the uh, price retail price of sixty nine ninety nine because it is a Sony first party title, and so look cool i'm just hoping that the game doesn't bomb because of the fact that i don't know if a lot of people are willing to spend 70 bucks on something that's new like this um i'm hoping that it is successful i'm probably going to pre-order it myself uh any opinions on returnal you guys i don't have an opinion on it uh not yet anyway
0: gotcha I'm, i'm there day one for for returnal I'm a little bit concerned about that price point, considering the types of games that I don't know the studio their 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 strength is in their reimagining of classic arcade gameplay concepts, you know, like you know defender like they did with the the defender with uh, a arezzo gun. Um, you know they've got the asteroids thing with what was that one that that Super I Super Stardust HD Super Stardust Yeah I mean you know um, they of those course. guys are just so good at that you know
2: Dead Nation Dead Alien Nation, Nation
0: Alien Yeah that is their that is their realm I just don't know if if that type of mechanic can be attached to a full price title. If the story, if the story is good, then I think a better case can be made. I mean, it, it, it's kind of funny seeing this middle-aged woman <laughs> ripping and running and busting caps in these aliens. I mean, it, it's like she is not, and what's another thing that I think is super dope is that she is not the typical action game hero, you know? She is some. It's just like this older lady, and she's like, "Look, I, I'm gonna have to. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm have to 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 put some hot lead in somebody because I'm trying to get. <laughs> I'm trying to live. <laughs> so she put. She kicked her. <laughs> you know, she put kicked that arthritis is just gonna have to wait. I'm trying to survive. Uh, and, I, and I. I dig that. I. I want to see. I. I because she's such an unusual character for this type of game, and I, I think that might be there might be some type of brilliance in that uh, that can be relayed through the story. So uh, I, I will be there. I, I will definitely be there day one for that game because House mm-hmm. Mark is just such a great studio. Yeah, bust the cap, Gertrude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I'm I'm there day one too. Uh just you know, to me this is something that Sony's willing to put this out, put it on the disc, put it out in stores, and you know, something that, you know, normally I think if they had a Game Pass like service, I think this is something that people would probably check out, you know, on on the free on the on the service, but they're willing to put it out and this, hopefully it's a success. We'll we'll see that. Me and Kev will be there day one supporting it at seventy bucks at least on there. so And so that pretty much concludes as far as any of the beads on there. Now, there were other trailers, and so I want to kind of talk about a few and kind of talk, talk about a little lowlights too And as far as what was shown on here. Of course, you know, uh, one thing that kind of stuck out like a sore thumb is when I saw Vin Diesel in digital form oh. in the trailer for ARC 2. And so this is a, quite a long... Trailer, but uh, the um, CG and the movie, I don't know. I don't know. I don't care about Vin Diesel fighting a dinosaur
1: on there. You know?
0: there's,
1: there's your Cadillacs and
0: dinosaurs, Kev. Yeah, there you go. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I dig Vin uh, as as an actor and the things that he's done. You know, in the gaming space. You know, Riddick was super dope you know k- k- you'll give us another riddick but this 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 ain't it captain Mm-mm. i <laughs> yeah, mean when it, you're when you're when your cg is bad and, and is dropping frames and his janky is all get out <laughs> Seth, i'm not holding much hope for the for the game <laughs> i'm just not
2: you know, one thing. If this was a story-driven game, it'd be one thing. It's Ark 2. Ark, Ark, uh, for whatever. All intents and purposes, is run like crap on every platform it's on. In fact, Ark on the Switch is noted as being like one of the most horrible ports on the Switch ever. And they're certain, they're charging full price for this damn game on the Switch, and it's just a bunch of jank, jank, jank. You know, I didn't know at the time that this. Uh, trailer was shown though that arc 2 with all the uh, star power and in fact they announced a uh arc animated series that will be coming out in 2022 with a lot of uh, different names attached to it but uh, arc 2 my friends is an xbox series exclusive so uh, so microsoft hitting it with all those hot exclusives you can uh, keep with, that one. oh, i know it's <laughs> Uh, out of all the games, they need the money hat. They had the money hat, the one with Vin Diesel, uh, in an online multiplayer sandbox that you know that it's Studio Wildcard has not. the Game not...
0: Pass model. That I'm... fits the Game Pass model. I know, Get ready.
2: <laughs> Poorly optimized crappy dinosaur game, part two. You got it. Bang, bang. So, <laughs> As far as other trailers that kind of caught my eye though, uh, Crimson Desert looks pretty dope. It's like uh, the sequel to uh, Black Desert Online that's from the same studio on there. I, you know, I was talking to Dez about this a little bit uh, prior to the show, a couple days prior to the show, once they showed it, and I guess, you know, they've guess they've been showing this quite a bit, so it's my first uh, uh, sh- awareness of the game. And, you know, that team always does great with their art style. Their art style is just phenomenal. But the gameplay, from what I remember of uh, Black Desert Online, and that, Des, you probably could add more uh, to this. That Pearl Abyss this is like you know, kind of like you know gritting my teeth, hoping this game is actually plays good on here, because you know Black Desert is an MMO. MMO, I think this is going to be probably an MMO of some sort as well, yeah. maybe with some single player aspects to it. So it probably will be.
1: And I just wasn't that impressed with Black Desert when I played it. Actually, I mean that was the main thing that really just kind of massacred it for me was I was just not feeling it. You know, it's just there's certain, there's certain um, MMOs that just have a certain formula and they all kind of stick to it. And that was one of them. And it just didn't do anything new or impressive. So I just was like, okay, thanks for, thanks for playing. Bye-bye.
2: Good deal. And some other trailers though. I mean, season was a new indie game from PlayStation. It was uh Kind of revealed, and I liked the look of that. That was like, you know, just the art style was like great. You know, the game, the company that made the game, a small indie studio called Scavengers, that they only did the free battle, the battle royale game, Darwin Project, which I never played on there, but that looked like a really cool announcement. So, and then also for me, Endless Dungeon uh, from Sega looked uh, interesting. Century Age of Ashes, which is a new like uh, you know, free-to-play multiplayer game, but it looks straight up like Panzer Dragoon. On there, kind of caught my eye, and then Scarlet Nexus. You know, this is uh, Bando, Bandai Namco. I always do that for some reason. I was Bando into the Namco. Bandai Namco. There you go. Yeah, I always do that. You know, I I'm gonna get dyslexic here because it's two hours in, but. Uh, That trailer looked pretty cool, and then then seeing that it has uh, the director of uh, Tales of uh, Vestaria attached to it, I'm definitely going to keep an eye on it. I love the fact that it's multi plat, including PC, PS5, but because it's marketed by Xbox, it just has Xbox Series stuff all over it with no mention of the other platforms. It's lovely to have an exclusive that you can confuse your audience base, indicating that it's only for the series S and X. (laughs) Uh, Evil West looked cool, too. That's from Flying Hog Studios that did Shadow Warrior. Uh, Any trailers that we talked about here on the list, you guys, that kind of
0: caught your eye or interest? I know for me, I'm going to say Crimson Desert kind of stood out. I mean, you know, doing RKOs on nights, I mean... That that just looked kind of cool. The combat looked pretty dope. Uh, kind of a mixing of melee and wrestling moves in that context was kind of really, it, was really, it looked really good. Um, they just need to work on the frames. Uh, Callisto Protocol? Uh, I wasn't sure about that. Um, if it's from the guys that gave us Dead Space, I'm in and it you know, it sounds like it's going to be a third person you know hurry up they want to make the, the the scariest game you know ever um if it's the people that did the first dead space then they may very well could that may very well could 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 go um, you know it near... takes
1: it takes place in the um in the uh what was it You know this Joe. It takes place in the PUBG universe. So Oh wow. I didn't know that actually. Yeah. It's like
0: Wait, Callisto Protocol? Yeah. Takes place in the PUBG universe? Yeah,
1: on Jupiter. So but but it's but it's in the future of the of the PUBG universe. So this is Yeah. So this is one of the things that was that was that was said about this. I know Joe's probably (sighs) probably Looking through, no, 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 Don't get me wrong. It, it is, it is that by, just... it is by the people that have done that. Did, you know, uh, that did the game that you like. It's just, it takes place in. It's, it, it, it's, it's a branching out of the franchise. It's sort of like what Airship Syndicate is doing with that. What is it? Last the last for the Last King game that is a, a, a spinoff. From uh, League of Legends, you know, they're just it's just these these multiplayer battle royale games now are still are trying to move forward out and, and, and to branch out into new uh, types of gameplay. That's the only
2: thing. Yeah, um, it's it states on IGN that Callisto Protocol comes from Glenn Schofield, which is the executive director of the original Dead Space. But his yeah. new studio, Striking Distance, was established to specifically create a narrative experience within the world of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. So that's where, yep. yeah, they were set up basically to put uh, different uh, uh, stories within that universe. I guess. So. Yep. I mean,
1: so that's why I'm kind of like, well, I mean, I mean, it, that's a that's kind of one of what what one of the cool things about these battle royale games is. The universes, I mean, I think Fortnite's universes is kind of well established and what it's about, but a lot of the other ones aren't. So you could technically go into any direction with these games. So for that, I'm kind of cool. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, you're using, you're attaching it to a well known franchise. You know, let's see how different and how, and, and, and how new and fresh you can make this now. So.
0: So yeah. Man, I don't know. This this kind of, <laughs> this kind of sounds like a a chicken trying to cast its vote between Colonel Sanders and Popeye's. I I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean if 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 we had a soundboard that had the prices right, you failed yeah, but my hype just completely deflated when you told me oh. this takes place out of PUBG cuz well, I I I mean oh. I like really,
2: <laughs> do though. Oh. It's just like League of Legends, those separate games that um Airships kit is working on one. There's another like uh, like an action RPG that's coming out in 2022. Uh, we're not talking about it news, but you know, you could basically take that, you know, free-to-play, MMO money, and uh, you know, use it to like create other properties. And as long as it's not, you know, I'm not going to see like, you know, Battle Royale like Callisto Protocol. I think I'm good to go. As if it has some sort of attachments to the universe, that's great. But if it's, you know, gonna Affect it overall. Then you know, if we're going to wind up having like a one v one hundred like you know, monster uh, horror battle royale, then no, yeah, So, but
1: again, but again, if they're able to use this money to kind of strike out into different into different yeah. uh, gaming types, well, then I'm all for it. You know, yeah, but I'm again, I think it. I think Dro brings a really good a really good thing that hopefully this is not just some weird you know excuse to make another battle royale and we actually get a full fledged game. You know, and and I'm thinking having it take place in PUBG because it's so popular might might allow it to get more more eyes on it than it being just a completely new IP not attached to anything. So, so for that I'm a little I'm a, I, for that I'm a little bit more hopeful for it. But but yes, I totally hear your concern, Kev. You know, and that should not be taken lightly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I and I really dig I really dug Fist. Um they they had the gameplay presentation of Fist. Which Actually, that was...
2: was a commercial. That's crazy to think, but that was not even part of the program. That was just a commercial for Fist, so. Uh, oh, it, I it thought it was that,
0: part of the show. Yeah, I didn't no, it was
2: just it a, was a commercial. It was just a commercial, yeah, between breaks on there, but I've been waiting for Fist for quite a bit of time. And so, um, yeah, the game is dope. It's been dope. Mm. I mean, it's been shown previous this year at a PlayStation show, I think, previous this year. So I've been kind of keeping an eye out. That's uh, what, uh, trying to remember the acronym for that game, but, uh, you know, we talked about it previously, for sure. So, mm-hmm.
0: so yeah, there were a couple of things, uh, a couple of things that I saw. Um, a lot of the things that I saw, I, I really didn't have too much interest in. Uh, Man, I was kind of and and maybe it's just me, but I was really hoping Age of Ashes would be like a reinterpretation of Panzer Dragoon, and not yeah. a multiplayer, you know, online multiplayer. Business. Just, just yeah, I was really, I was like, "Ooh, is this a reimagining of Panzer?" Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> the no. multiplayer, the, the Panzer, Panzer Dragoon, Dragoon remake. Uh... Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's out for PlayStation now, so if, if you were, were not interested in uh, being stuck on the Switch ghetto, you know, low-res ghetto wow. on the Switch, that wow. it is available for uh, PlayStation 4 now on there, so. Horrible. <laughs> so mean. So truthful, but yes, too bad, so sad, but... <laughs> So any other trailers, any trailers that caught your eye, Des? The
1: only trailer that really caught my eye was, uh, was it the two of us? Um, It takes two? Yeah, it takes two. Thank you. I thought that was kind of cool. You know, it seems like a fun little game. And I know that most of the two of us play a lot of games together. So I was thinking, you know, you know, we play a lot of games together. So I thought, okay, that would be a a cool little game to play with Joe. You know, Um, I immediately thought of like Ibn Ab and, and those type of two player games um i played Ibn with my nephew and it was a total it was a, it was a lot of fun doing that and i can just imagine um the type of sound bites we would get and if kevin was in the room you know listening to it he would just be hooting and hollering you know <laughs> with us trying to play that game together so that was really what i what i when i saw that i was like oh yeah like you know, this is a game that i can torture joe with so
2: Maybe we should like you know, get your Games Pass 14 day free trial. I just gave you going, and we'll fire up and play uh, No Way Out and see how that goes. <laughs> this previous game on there and see. Uh, it uh, Nobody
0: was feeling near.
2: Um, I'm not, I have not played near at all. Yeah. I'm not playing any
0: of the near games. Oh, you didn't so play I'm on like, near Automata, okay? Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I want to. It's, it's on Games Pass, but I actually own it for PS4 as well. So, so do I. And honestly, and I hate to say
1: this, uh, I didn't watch the trailer for Nier, and I didn't... Um, I actually have it, but I've never played it either. So I have it, and I need to play it. I know you've said, you said it was a really fantastic game, and I really just need to sit down and play it. Like, that's one of those games where you just kind of look at it, and you're like, I need to sit down and play this game. I need to sit down and play this game, you know?
2: Um so. I will grab it off my shelf and install it on my PS5. So we'll see. Maybe Dang. we'll do like a like a um, game club kind of thing where maybe you the listeners out there and then us can play a game in our backlog at one point and progress in yeah. it together and kind of thing. So yeah let, us doing know. That. Yeah. Doing that.
1: yeah, let us know. Uh let us know in the comments or, or or hit us up on Twitter or Discord. and Let us know your thoughts about that.
2: I know, Kev, you commented to me before about Evil Dead the game. What would you think about that trailer?
0: You know, um, yeah, I w- I'm, I'm, hopefully optim- I'm hopefully optimistic is kind of the wrong word because I played Evil Dead on the, on the PlayStation 2, and Evil Dead was not a good game, but it was funky enough and just the right amount of jank to make it very, very amusing. So if, the, if they can have that same campy humor, you know, that, that's in the Evil Dead from the Evil Dead movies and just have a much better, you know, control scheme, a better game attached to it, you know, uh, it could be good. Uh, I mean, I just I just like I've only seen like one of the of the Evil Dead movies, but I've always kind of dug ash as a character. Yeah, uh, but uh, but yeah, I I and I think he fits well in in the game in the, as a in a game, uh in in a in like kind of like a like a gaming like a gaming space. I think in my opinion, I think what some of the uh, what was that Capcom zombie game that came out, um, Metal Gear Re- so- Metal Gear no. Salvation no it's a cap the capcom zombie game that came out when the xbox uh one the xbox one debuted I don't know.
2: oh dead rising three dead
0: rising yeah i think oh, some of the dead, dead rising, rising protagonists are kind of based off the character of ash from evil dead and just some of the way they that the time that campy way that they try to particularly that 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 dude that was the photographer uh um, Frank West. Frank West. Yeah, I think Frank West is straight up a straight up parody of Ash. So uh, the character right. fits well in that type of game, and some of the the way he presents his campy dialogue.
2: We'll be hopeful about Evil the, the Evil Dead the game, but it's be it's being developed by the studio that developed WWE 2K Battleground. So, uh. so. Oh well. <laughs> we'll have to see whether it's just going to be. Licensed trash or you know I hope something. Tunnel, buddy. Yes, of course. You know, Saber Interactive also has done War War Z, so I don't know if your opinion on World War Z if you thought that was an okay game. I
0: had never played World War Z. Yeah.
2: Um it was okay. It
1: was okay. I remember we Joe and I played it for like a hot minute, but it was okay.
2: It was okay. So all right. So if no one has I mean they did show Dragon Age for or a new Dragon Age trailer and also a Mass Effect teal- teaser. On there yeah. any opinion on that, Des?
1: Just for me, it's just too close. It's just too soon to tell. Like we already knew that Solus was the protagonist, or sorry, or is the antagonist in um, in in it. So I was not surprised about that. Um, it still feels like it's a long way off. Uh, not a long way, but but it still feels like it's a while off. And until I actually see gameplay about it, like. I, I'm just interested to see how it's going to play because I I hate to say it but that last one uh I just couldn't Dragon Age Inquisition I don't know what it is about that game but I just cannot bring myself to finish it like I just do not know what happened or why it's like that but I just can't there's just something about the gameplay element that just does not resonate well with me I do not know why and I really wanted to 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 play it. And beat it because I like the the um the franchise, but and I like the last two games. I played both the last two games and beat them, you know, and, and beat you know the DLC and got the DLC. So I just don't, I just, I just don't know what it is about the game that just does not sit well with me. But I might try to really force myself and and push my way through it. Uh, as far as Mass Effect goes, it's still too early to tell. I think that uh. It's sad that they are abandoning uh, what they created with uh, Andromeda, but I totally understand from a marketing perspective. They have got they they had to uh, pivot. They had to pivot to something that is uh, that is more closer to the Mass Effect that they had, and they and they need a they need a winner. Like they they need a winner, a solid stone cold winner. So that's why we saw like a fan favorite in the in the in the trailer and uh, the teaser that's why it's it's taking place uh roughly right after the events of Ma- mass effect um and you're going to be able to see people from mass effect so uh, i think there's going to be a lot of fan service in the new mass effect game in order to kind of placate the people that were that were angered by mass effect andromeda so part of me as as, as a person who actually liked mass effect andromeda Part of me is just kind of like sad that they have to do this but i totally understand why they're why they have to
2: or why they need to do it like i totally understand that so i was uh seeing someone on twitter break down the trailer a little bit and he was saying that probably in his estimation about 30 or 40 years after the uh, events in mass effect 3 so oh yeah
1: yeah so but again it's it's literally like where where um where Mass Effect Andromeda took place, like hundreds of years after, you know, this is yeah. this is like immediately after, and you'll be able to see, you know, people that you've come to know and love from the Mass Effect trilogy, and you know, this is hot off the heels of, you know, the Mass Effect uh, remaster that's coming out. So, um, so again, I'm not, I'm not terribly disappointed by it, but you know, it is what it is, and um I, I can just hope that. This new Mass Effect game will will encompass, you know, uh, stuff from both, you know, the best of both uh, games, the Mass Effect, uh, Fr- uh, Mass Effect trilogy as well as Mass Effect Andromeda. So so for me, I hope it's a win win. So but we'll yeah. see. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to be I'm trying I'm trying very hard to be very, um, uh, very uh, open minded about it because I could definitely be like, no, you're evil. Now, why did you do this? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. There was a
2: couple of directors from Bioware that just left, including Casey Hudson, and I believe there was one other creator I'm not too familiar with, but they both left like literally like a week ago. And so a lot of people are worried of the progression of both Dragon Age and also Mass Effect because of that reason on there. um, My biggest thing is that they took the guy heading up the um, Anthem Next reboot. over to the dragon age team and so but uh he did confirm on twitter the director that uh of bioware austin that the anthem next development is continuing so uh we'll be talking about anthem at some point on this show in the next year or two whenever (laughs) woohoo (laughs) Woohoo! indeed woohoo okay and a a couple things to add to um Microsoft Flight Simulator was shown that they kind of revealed that it's not coming for Xbox One consoles. It's only coming out on the series, which is definitely a good um, decision by Microsoft. I think uh, trying to move all your games on every platform is just going to be to the detriment of the game itself. And they decided with Flight Simulator that that wasn't the way to go. Now, granted, that's not the type of game I'm looking forward to, but for those who are, kudos to you guys, you know, at least you get the, the super, the greatest hotness on console for that. And then Warhammer Darktide is one I forgot. I even It's not even in the outline, but I kind of watched and, and saw, and I was kind of impressed. It's kind, of, it's like the pseudo-sequel to Vermintide 2 on there, so definitely keep an eye on that. I don't know if either of you two caught that or not.
0: I did see it. I did see I did it. Not. What I would like to see... it. it, it... I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be this. I'm, I'm. I guess it's probably gonna be first person. But if it could be like Warhammer 40K, and, and a um, you know, against you know, in a horde mode type thing, but just in third person, like in a Warhammer 40K style, I think that would be really dope. Yeah. But I have a you feeling know. it's probably gonna be first person, like from which which is which is fine, I guess, but. I'll, I'll take third person over first any day. That's that's yeah. one of the reasons why I can, I'm not ready to rock with Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 2077. Same, same. Well,
2: basically, that's another thing I wasn't aware until a few moments ago that the Dark Tide is going to be exclusive for Xbox Series X and S at least. I'm not sure for how long, but it is exclusive at least for a little bit on that console. So, okay. on there, Good. and it will also be included on Xbox Games Pass at launch too. So maybe. Of Another incentive uh, for you to sign up for that you know free trial, fifteen bucks a month, so on and so forth, so
0: yeah, okay. I got my six months ready to go when they show me something to go mm-hmm.
1: with. that's why that's why I haven't the Joe one that Joe gave me. that's why I haven't done that one yet mm-hmm. 14
2: days, you better savor that fourteen days I was like mm-hmm.
1: hell yeah, I'll play in every game I'm under the sun
2: and then say thank you, goodbye. <laughs> All right, so that's the Game Awards in a nutshell. We, I think we covered it and then some, but uh, get a chance to go and check out some of these trailers, kind of dig on what we were digging on, if you haven't already had a chance to do so. So,
0: Absolutely. So thank you again, Joe, for sharing that information with our listeners. Contact. You can reach our show at, at com, and that's the email you're going to want to use to send send your if we if you heard something on the show that you want to comment about if or even if you'd like to be on the show and get your opinions of the wonderful world of gaming out to our listeners uh you will want to send your inf- uh, send your note or your email rather to gaming at gmail.com We also have a Discord group, which which we are very active on. We've got a lot of cool discussions, a lot of cool channels on our Discord server. Uh, So definitely want to check out the Discord link, either on whatever uh, podcast aggregate you are downloading this show from, or from our Twitter page, which is at Gaming Vessels. So definitely want to join our Discord server. There is no prerequisite, there is no timeout period, you just click the link, join, and you'll be ready to to jump into all of the cool conversations that are going on over there. I know for me, um, I'm moving just about all of the stuff that I would normally post on Twitter and just throwing it up in our Discord server, trying to build the interaction in the community there. Uh, So... You have that going on, uh, all that fun stuff going on on our Discord, growing Discord community. We are also, well, for our other uh, individual social media accounts, I can be found at Shonuff71 on Twitter. That's shonu the number 71. PlayStation Network, I am Shonuff7, same spelling with the number 7. On uh, Xbox Live, I am Shonuff071, same spelling with 071 at the end. And on Steam, I am Shonuff sure seventy one, same spelling as before. So, Dez, where can the folks get a hold of you, admin?
1: All right, you can check me out on Twitter at the Nemo six, T H E N E N E T H E N E M O S I X, or you can catch me on uh, PSN and Xbox Live. If I turn it on at uh, Nemo Ticker, that's N E M O T G G R. Joe, where can the fine folks
2: find you, buddy? Okay, on Twitter I can be found at Joe Fongul J O E F O N G U L. On PSN and Steam Kamunagara K A M U N A G A R A, Xbox and UPlay same spelling Kamunagara K A M U N A G A R A six nine nine five, and then Nintendo Friend Code when I, I am on the Nintendo Switch uh, 4712-5953-14. Zero nine and definitely add me that way we could play some multiplayer when the Monster Hunter Rise demo comes out next month. So
0: absolutely, absolutely. So we want to thank you folks for listening in and joining us on episode 107 of Gaming Vessels. We as we bring this wonderful episode to a close, we will be back next week with a new show again. Uh thanks folks for hanging in there with us uh we hope we i know we enjoy doing these shows and we hope that you enjoy listening to them just as just as much as we enjoy making them for trader joe aka the food max of gaming and for des aka the high-res hater aka the bay area terror i'm showing up 71 saying we'll be back next week with a new show peace